happy Would You Rather Wednesday here on the Glenn Clark radio show at Pressbox. KZ back in the chair again. I guess I didn't scare anybody away and they didn't shut us down, so they said, why not do it one more day? Griff here as always, special guest Carson in the building. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? Good, Good to see you guys. It's been too long. Yeah. Carson Weekly's back. Yes. Uh, we got a, a pretty good uh, jam-packed show today, uh, as we said in the opening. Would you rather Wednesday? We've done our best. I'm not yeah, great I'm at this. Get those up uh, we're momentarily. Gonna, we're going to get those up shortly. We'll share them with you once once they are up. We have uh, Gordy McGinnis, our good friend from PFS, joining us. Also, our fantasy football expert at Pressbox and PressboxOnline.com, Joe Serpico, will join us in the uh, 11 o'clock hour. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to ask him more about his thoughts on fantasy football this year, or he's a big Eagles fan out here. They suck. What the hell is that? They are in the playoffs. They're in the dance. So. They are in the playoffs. Like there are, there are. I've heard. I listened last night to one of these preview shows. There are actually people that are thinking they are going to lose to Tampa. I mean, Tampa's awful as well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can go there. But but all the numbers point there. Like they they've been awful for a month and a half. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I, I at this point, I think I would lean. Tampa, I think. I think right now I have they scored to. nine points against the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I guess they did what they had to do. Was kind of what they did. What they had to do. All they had to do was the win. Panthers. The Panthers were are two and fourteen coming into the game in a must-win game. You couldn't even get in the end zone, man. But yet the yet the uh, Eagles are giving up thirty-one points a game over their last five, including whatever they gave up last week to the vaulted Giants offense. They're only three-point favorites, I just looked. I mean, they're on the road. Jeez. I mean, they're on the road, so that's really like six-point favorites, right? Because you get three for being at home. Still, wow, they're not even giving them a touchdown. Would you? Do you have any confidence in them? Against the Buccaneers? Yeah. You're telling me that you have confidence in the Eagles. I want to know if that guy's back on the Dom guy, the security guy, because <laughs> if he's on the sideline, they don't lose. I want to know if they're going to put him back on the sideline. If he's a, on the sideline, I want put him I in a costume, that. make him the mascot for the game, so he's there. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that would be fun. This is what we do uh, in Baltimore this week when you have a bye and you've clinched the top seed, and and you don't have football this week, and and you don't have practice to discuss. I think today they're back, right? Today's Are their first. Back? I thought I heard that they were off through Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they would be back on the practice field. So I think they got like an extra day off. Probably do like some walkthroughs yeah, and you're stuff. Right. They are practicing at about twelve forty-five, I believe. Twelve forty-five. So I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, there's no game plan. It's not like the normal build-up to a week. Um. Probably just getting their work in, those that need treatment, get in the building, get that done. Those that are working their way back, get a good stretch, get a good, you know, sweat going, see how you came through it and see what we need to do to get you ready for a game in a week and a half. But do we do, do we even know the schedule at all? It's all based on who wins and loses of what the schedule is the following week. Right? Yeah, because they want, you know, I guess depending on who wins that Buccaneers-Eagles game, they don't want that on a prime time probably. 
I guess in well, I guess it well, if the, the Eagles, if yeah, the but Eagles both of those win. teams look terrible. I know we don't want we don't want. I know make that the one o'clock game on Sunday or whatever. Or I yeah. guess what, what what time are these games? Are they doing three and six on Sunday? Maybe I don't know. I don't know what they are. I know I know they're three and like six for the AFC and NFC championship games. Are we gonna be really nervous if uh, the Ravens end up getting the Saturday night you know eight p.m. game again? No, like they did in twenty nineteen. No, I'm not. Not nothing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm over it. Look, I, again, we talked about this yesterday. It's there in the back, the wee far back of my mind again. You know, it's like one of those things. It's the same thing with me. Like one of my thing. One of my complaints about uh, John Harbaugh is that he's only won two playoff games in a decade since Super Bowl. Okay, so I'm still nervous when he's coaching games that that matter and in the playoffs more more so i'm still nervous about that there are many reasons that everybody's going to look to and say well you can't blame him for this loss you can't blame him for that loss and omar wasn't there this was there that's true to a degree and like i said with femi yesterday look since the pittsburgh game i think something changed in the organizational philosophy about how aggressive and how much they're going to follow analytics and there was a little bit more detail about you know, the the actual score, the actual game, and what was actually going on, and not just what the analytics say at this particular moment, what what you should do or not do. Um, and it's, with challenges and things like that, I, I just – so, yes, he's gotten better this year, but I still I, – I, until they win a playoff game again, I'm, I'm not – I still have that in the back of my mind. It's like this is a different coach when it comes to playoffs. They've been very successful in the regular season. Hasn't transpired into the playoffs over the last decade. So yeah, I'm nervous about that, and that's probably where the 2019 thing comes in to play. But different, different coordinators, different players for the most part. Um, they're the best football team in in the NFL by far. I, I don't like. There's no. I don't. I don't think there's any statistic, offensively or defensively, and we're going to ask this uh, 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 about um, with Gordon. You know, where where they're not the best in the NFL. They have the best percentage. Like if you said which team right now has the best chance to reach the Super Bowl or the best chance to win the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure it's the Ravens across the board than any AFC or NFC team. So I, I, they're just, they're, they've been really good this year, and they've been really good against the best the NFL has has to offer this year. I, I, I'm, I'm nervous. Is nervously confident a, a good, a good term? You know, I'm, uh, I, I'm you're actually cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. I am. Opt- I'm optimistic. I'm actually very confident. I, 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 I don't think a team's coming in here, and because they got to come in here. And and beating the Ravens at home. I mean, uh, whether they win the Super Bowl versus whatever NFC team, maybe it's going to be the 49ers, maybe it's Dallas. Uh, you know, I think those are the two odds-on favorites to to make the Super Bowl. You know, I, I would feel better against Dallas than facing the 49ers a second time. I don't know why that is. Um, I guess because I don't expect Purdy again to turn the ball over four times. Um, you know, and there's some, you know, once you see a team the second time, you kind of know what they do. Can you game plan better for it both both ways? But um, I, I 
I'm just confident that they're that they're at least going to get there. Once you get there, look, you all want them to win, but whether they win or lose, I mean, it's it it whatever. It, it is what it is at that point. But I would be disappointed this year if they're not in the Super Bowl. That that's where I am with them. Yep. I'll be I'll and be disappointed. I'll, I'll be get the monkey off the back, win the first playoff game. That's fine, and 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 start. You know. Uh, Depending who they play in the in the AFC Championship, um, you know, uh, I, I just think you know even Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo is the team you don't want to play, but they're also the team that, I mean, can Allen take over a game? Yeah, but can he take over a full game? He hasn't proven it this year. He's turned the ball over a lot, a lot. Do they scare you offensively outside of Allen? I mean, Diggs is good, but Diggs hasn't been Diggs this year. Run game. You know, I think in the back of your mind, the Ravens have given up some yards on the ground, um, even in their wins. Against Miami, what they give up, like 150? I mean, they blew Miami out, 150 on the ground still, though. Um, yeah, it's a tough spot to be in because you're right. I mean, like the, at this point, the expectation should be the Ravens in the Super Bowl just because of the way the AFC looks at this point. You know, as you mentioned, the Bills are, are winning, are probably the hottest team. Um, but they're not really winning games too too convincingly like the Ravens were during during their win streak, and uh, I mean no one knows what the Chiefs are right now. And I mean outside of those two teams, obviously the the one the other other team outside of those two teams is the Browns because of you know just that that just kind of it's it's really just random voodoo is the only thing that can kind of derail the it feels like the that can derail the Ravens right now. There's been a lot of talk that. Um, Joe Flacco has never played better football than he is right now. I've seen that on multiple multiple analysts. I'm like, well, he did, he was historic during a Super Bowl run. I mean, are, are we just ignoring that again? I, I mean, he's playing well, but the best football of his life? Come on. He won a Super Bowl. He was just, he, nobody's done it the way he's done it. He was great. It was perfect. What was it eleven and zero? Eleven touchdowns, no interceptions through the playoffs. I believe that is correct. Yeah, pretty good numbers. Hey, hey, I mean, I mean, this is all fine. It'll be interesting to see. I, I, I'm looking forward. That's the that's the second game that I'm lo- I'm most looking forward to this weekend. Is 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 the Browns going to the Texans behind Rams? Behind Rams, Rams, Lions. Uh, Lions. I okay. mean, that that's just. It's too good. It's too good. It's too perfect a storyline. Did you see the comparison? Somebody sh- threw up the comparison since the trade, like they're identical on what their what their numbers are, passer rating, number of touchdowns, Jeez. like they're almost literally identical since the trade of of wins. I think it's like they both have twenty four wins. They both have almost identical touchdowns, like ninety six point three passer rating. And it was a great trade for both teams. It just sometimes you just need a a different look. And they're they're very similar quarterbacks. I mean, very similar. Like don't like to be hit. If you if you protect them, are there any are there two that are better? If you protect them, I mean they can both sling the ball. I guess you know it's. We've never seen Jared Goff. I guess. Well, I guess he did win. I mean, he took the Rams to a Super Bowl. He but took he, to... But he 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 clearly. Well, yeah. I mean, was not ready for. The well, Super Bowl. he got him there though. He scored three points. Well, yeah, but I mean, 
That's happened to lots of people. Let's not let's not just say he wasn't ready. I mean, he was ready yeah. enough to get him to the to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, Jim Kelly ready to make to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, I I, I just don't. You you get there, you got there. You can't dismiss that you got there. Like like the Buffalo Bills, if they win one of those Super Bowls, like we're talking about them, like one of the great, you know, you know juggernauts in the history of the NFL. Same thing with the Vikings way back when. You can't discredit that they got there. Yeah, it's all funny that they lost constantly and the way they lost. But, I mean, are you going to say that Jim Kelly wasn't ready? I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback who eventually. Yeah. So, Um, I don't don't know. I mean, I think I would say Stafford's got an edge. I guess. When looking at the quarterback matchup. I, I don't know. I, I I feel like he... You because of to, his receivers? Because of... I mean, well, just because of what he's done. I mean, he has won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah. And and uh, the yeah. receivers do help. I think yeah. he's in the better offense. I, I just... I look at the Rams when they played the Ravens and how well the Ra- I mean, if I'm Detroit, I kind of look at the offensive line game plan that the Ravens put together to, to neutralize Gordon, and I follow that. I, I just follow that. I mean, they, they, they neutralized him for the game. I mean, you can't stop everything, but they literally neutralized him for the game and said, you're not going to cause chaos and get to our quarterback, and they didn't allow it. So I would follow that guy. I, I would just put the tape on and say, what did they do? What are you all doing? Trying to set up uh, for, for our next, trying to get what set up you, for our next guest. I know we're doing? trying to be trying to be professional here. It's okay. At Glenn we Clark Radio. We're 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 press box radio. Glenn Clark show and Glenn's not here. It's KZ's land today. We can tell the people what we're doing. I want to make sure. Go. I want to make sure you're able to see. Uh, I can I can guest. see I can see myself on the screen and see Carson there and you know you know. Uh, uh, just thanks, for, Carson. <laughs> it's a little bit of a miscom there. It's all good. It's all good. You know, we 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 we, we, we let the people I, inside a little bit. I guess we didn't talk about the big news from yesterday. It was what was the big news? That Vrabel, uh, as soon as we went as soon off as air, we let yeah, off as soon the as air. we went off air yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's going to be a New England Patriot. Look, I mean, there. If you believe the New England papers, it's not a done deal. Um, I. <laughs> Is Vrabel, I don't know if he's a good coach. I mean, I, I, they're talk, like you, any talking head yesterday, once we got off the air, is talking about, like, he's this great coach. Six and 18, or something like that, the last two years. His players love him, though. That so what? what? The, they love him. So what? He took a. They've won six games in two years. I'm not disputing he, he that. He took a Titans but. team that no one really, you know, Expected to be able to. Did know, they win the Super Bowl? They did not win the Super Bowl. But he got the one seed. How'd that work <laughs> out? They they ended up losing. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I don't know if he's a great coach. New England may need a guy like that though for a, a couple years because you got to think. It, New England needs it's, a quarterback. It doesn't matter who the coach. Well, but it's it's there. good. I'm, but if they if Belichick is out of there, it might really fall apart. They need if they're gonna be bad, they might might need to use him as a bridge and just have a coach that at least the players like and keep that locker room 
somewhat together because that thing could really get ugly, in my opinion, if Belichick is out of there. And there's turnover in the coaching. There's already been so much turnover on the roster. You might need a guy that can hold a locker room together. And he can do that because they had some personalities on some of those Titans teams. And he held it all together. Even though, I'm, but I'm not disputing that he doesn't win games. I'm not disputing that. New England's already terrible. Like, they're terrible, and they have no talent. I agree. I don't think they have any so talent they, either. So they need a GM more than they need a coach. I don't I'm, care. Not, I'm not disputing anything. I don't, I, don't care, I don't care who the coach is. Belichick could remain the coach as long as there's a new GM. Like, his, his vision from 20 years ago doesn't work anymore. You're, you're not getting lucky again. And, dra- and and falling into Tom Brady. To Brady yeah. I mean, again, I think Belichick is a fabulous coach. But let's, I mean, they, they in the sixth round, I mean, it's sort of like, I mean, we'll see how this Brock Purdy goes into, works out. But if Brock Purdy is just another sixth-round guy, the 49ers aren't any good this year because they don't have a quarterback. Sam Darnold stinks. Like, that was their, that was their move. And then they said, okay, well, this Purdy kid, kid is going to be it. We're going to get rid of the guy that we trade our entire draft for in Trey Lance. But, I mean, you know, Brady made that organization. And since Brady's been gone, what's Belichick done? And Do not email me. You can't tweet me anymore because I don't respond and I don't look at it anymore. So, ha. Yes, about how great Belichick. Belichick's yeah. the greatest Greatest coach in NFL history. Okay, there. But you need players to do it, and he fell into the greatest quarterback. He is the- not. I mean, when we talk about you know Bill as the coach and GM, he is not the uh, GM part's been awful exactly. since for Brady. About, for for well, a, yeah, well during Brady. Brady. I mean, because Brady solved a lot of things that you didn't have to. It you could trade away all. You never had to take picks. Like they seem like they're they never want to take people, and then. Like this past year, like the last two years, they like took guys in the first round that was like that had third the well the strange yeah Col- I mean strange Col- was a second max late second kid. I liked him, but not not in the first round. Um, so we kind of kind of they've traded away a lot of picks like this year like. You need to stay where you are and take the best quarterback available. You know, Mac Jones, it, it just hadn't worked. Did I see he made the Pro Bowl? Mac, yeah, but, I mean, Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl. He deserved it. Tyler Huntley deserved it. How are these guys making the Pro Bowl? Well, it doesn't, you know. No, no, I'm serious. I don't know how it works anymore. Um, I, I Nobody's voting for them, right? I think, well, it's because uh, guys opt out and the next guy on the list is How many Mac guys Jones. Had to, I, I'm serious, and I meant that no dude. Was that his no, year? No disrespect they made to, the to Huntley. No, no disrespect to Huntley. Okay? But Sounds how like many people have Huntley. to opt out till you get to the backup quarterback making Pro Bowls? Mac Jones was the backup quarterback for at least eight weeks this year, right? Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Uh, well, are we talking about the year he made the Pro Bowl? Did he make the Pro Bowl this year? This year, no. No. Somebody, somebody said that. Somebody no, said, no, no. surely no? not. No, I saw. There's no way. I, I, I was like, I mean, after last year, I mean, I'm sorry. Once we, again, once we get to the week no, of, no disrespect, nothing out. No disrespect, but after Huntley made last year, I don't know how it works. I think, I guess, because the Ravens made the playoffs and he was the quarterback of, you know, a playoff lead. I, 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 uh, I forget how it works too. I forget but, how it works. 
I think there's some sort of voting. Uh, we, we we can go on to our next segment here. Do we have our guest? Yes, we do. We do. I didn't even say you make a phone call. Jeez. Oh, that's right. It's yes. the it's 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 the whole uh, magic of 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 yes, this of, of Zoom of Zoom. So we have uh, our next guest from PFF, Gordon McGinnis. How you doing, Gordon? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, pleasure. Pleasure as always. So uh, I saw something where uh, you wrote something that, you know, you're not supposed to write in Baltimore, um, that the Ravens are the favorite to make the Super Bowl. Is that true? Uh, it is by by projections and numbers. Um, I don't think it's as, it's as simple as uh, it seems being the favorites. It's going to be very difficult, but by the numbers right now, I think they are. So, so if they're the favorites, and and I agree with you, I think. I mean, you know, on paper, I, I I don't I don't go by the numbers or things like that. I just go by the record, who they beat. They beat all the other top teams. They they look like the favorites, not only to make the Super Bowl, but probably to win the Super Bowl. But but who should the Ravens fans, by the numbers, be most scared to face during the AFC playoffs? It's, I mean, it's obvious now by the record, but it's Buffalo. Um, it felt like Buffalo probably for about three, four weeks before now anyway. But now that they are the two seed, I think they're the most dangerous team. I think they're probably the team who on offense match up best against the Ravens defense because they can run the ball and they can run the ball both with the running backs, but also Josh Allen at quarterback. And I don't think the Ravens are weak against the run, but I think they're weaker against the run than they are the pass this year. I totally agree with that. Um, you know, the the one thing that, you know, has been a constant, uh, I guess, concern on, on some of our post-game shows is how many yards the Ravens have given up on the ground. I mean, even in some of their, their biggest wins, you look at the Dolphins game, they gave up well over 100 yards on the ground, and nobody cares about it because they won by 30 points. But um, that has been a concern if you go all the way back to a couple of the Browns games where they had some success um, against the Ravens, even the Steelers um, in their first game had some success. There, There is this thing in Baltimore, and, and you, can, you can actually feel it when you're here, about the Cleveland Browns coming at some point, led by Joe Flacco, to Baltimore. And the collapse that... Baltimore had at home already when they led by 14 points with 10 minutes to go and, and wound up losing that game to the Cleveland Browns. By the numbers, is that fear legitimate or is that just us being too much of uh, his, you know, looking back in nostalgia and looking at what Joe Flacco has done since he, he came back and just being nervous about that scenario? I think the nerves are justified because so it's not just the Flacco thing. Defensively, the Browns are really good. Um, they're going to be in a position whereby they can hold the Ravens uh, to a lower number of points. And I think anyone who is a Ravens fan knows that Joe Flacco, even if the numbers aren't amazing, he can get some stuff done. If they protect him, they can. I, I 100% agree with you. Um, haven't seen a lot of people get him off his spot since he's been back. I'd like to see the see some team rush him a little bit harder, but that's easier said than done against a good offensive line. Flip it over to the NFC. Um, obviously, the 49ers are, are the top seed and you know have been the best team in the NFC for the majority of the year. 
beyond the the 49ers, there's a lot of question marks in my mind. Um, you know, Dallas is great as long as they're at home. Um, they haven't been very good on the road this year. Uh, the Eagles, I've never, I've never in my life seen a collapse of a team like this that, you know, we all thought was the best team in football through 10, 11 weeks. And now I don't, I don't know what to make of them. I don't know how they get back to normal. And then you have two teams that I think were a lot of people are really high on, uh, but they play each other in, in the first round of super wildcard weekend in the, in the Rams and the lions, Outside of the 49ers, uh, what are the numbers telling us about the NFC and, uh, you know, somebody that could knock them off? I think you kind of covered it right there in the sense the numbers back up that the 49ers are the favorites. And anyone else coming out of that conference, I think, would be a little bit of a surprise. The 49ers kind of remind me of the 2019 Ravens, whereby if they can keep on schedule, they're fine. That Ravens game, you know, they had a couple of turnovers that blew the game out of proportion early in the third quarter. I think Detroit have the have the pieces to put off enough points, but I really have a tough time seeing anyone coming out of that conference outside of San Francisco. So right now, I should go place a bet on a 49er Ravens Super Bowl, right? It is what the numbers say it happens about one in four times, which uh, right. makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah. You know. What did what did twenty five percent chance on that in bed? You know, throw throw a couple of couple of pennies on that. You know, I know I know you already have your bet, Griff, right? Uh, I do have yeah, I have my Ravens Super Bowl bet before the season, obviously. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm in good. I feel in good shape. Um, Gordon, um, we were talking about obviously we were talking about the Pro Bowls. We were kind of making fun of the Pro Bowl before, right before you came on. Um, but we were we uh, Glenn and I last week were looking at you know kind of the stats and like looking at based on PFF stats. Uh, one of the uh, one of the biggest snubs we thought of the Ravens, and obviously the Ravens had a lot of Pro Bowlers, uh, was Kevin Zeitler, and uh, we thought that he had a really really great season. And um, and I just wanted to see if you, you thought that he was as big of a snub as we did, just kind of based off because what he had zero or one sack allowed, and and uh, and very few very few if any pressures allowed, and and we thought Zeitler should have been a Pro Bowler, should have been recognized. Yeah, I think. It's a strange position in the NFL right now where I think there's a decent group of players who are good to very good players rather than kind of elite players at the position. And I think what probably hurt Zeitler is the start of the year was a little bit rough for him. Um, and then he kind of improved as the year went on. Um, but I think he had, you know, has reason to feel aggrieved at not making the Pro Bowl. Um, and I think that's now, he's probably the best guard to never have made a Pro Bowl. I think I saw that someone say he's never made a Pro Bowl, which... For the seasons he's had to have never made it, it's quite incredible. So, um, Gordon, you also did another article. You gave away some awards um, this this week, I believe. You, one of your articles where, and and there's no secret to it. I think he's going to be the the MVP of the league when when the league votes. But Lamar Jackson um, uh, is is going to be the MVP. But I wanted to ask a couple of questions. Offensive player of the year. You went with Tyreek Hill over Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna argue that one. I'm gonna argue that one. I don't I don't think I don't think there's a player as dynamic as Christian McCaffrey in the league. Take me through why Tyreek Hill gets that award over over McCaffrey. 
Yeah, I, so it was actually it was Sam Monson, not me. But oh, okay. But I, I, I would probably have gone Tyreek Hill as well. Um, I just think he was on a historic pace before the before the injuries. I, I don't think you're wrong on the McCaffrey front. Um, he, he is a true three down running back when it doesn't really exist anymore in the NFL. Um, I would just take Tyreek Hill's kind of record setting ability before he got slowed down by injuries later in the year. And I, I think he was on, he was really in the MVP conversation. Yeah. I thought he was too, until, you know, the last two weeks of the Lamar show on when, when you take out the 49ers and you take out the dolphins, the way that the Ravens did and the way he played in those two games, I think uh, McCaffrey was right there um, in that, um, the other thing that Sam did, and and I, I'd like, I, I always, I love when they give um, the same player multiple awards. I think everybody, like you, you try to give multiple, like to give everybody who deserves an award sometimes an award. And rookie of the year, I think, is obvious this year um, is C.J. Stroud. Um, I, I, that it, it's a quarterback driven league. He was, um, what one of the first one of only five rookie quarterbacks to throw for over 4,000 yards in his rookie season, first head coach and rookie quarterback uh, to win their division. Um, Truly, I mean, just set up that franchise for years and years to come. But then Sam also gave him offensive rookie of the year, which he is to a degree, but Puka Nakua – I, 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 that dude's got to get an award somewhere. He was historic as a rookie. He set records. Like, like I, I know he wasn't. You know, C.J. Stroud was top five or something like that in the in the quarterbacks, but Puka's won. He set the rookie record for catches and yards. Tell Sam we we I want to recount there. <laughs> that that's one more by I think I actually would have preferred to have seen. Offensive rookie, defensive rookie, and most valuable rookie. And then you go Stroud most there valuable because he's, yeah. he's a quarterback. That yeah. works. But yeah, Puka Nakua, the, the really interesting thing about him is, and um, we've only just kind of released this now, but tw- before the draft last year, we did some like computer vision um, athletic testing. And Nakua was like a 99 percentile athlete. Um, who fell to the fifth round, but his forty time wasn't that good. And right, then the Rams and just had a vi- Rams just had a video this week that they released whereby they talked about, oh yeah, he doesn't run fast, but plays fast. Um, so that was interesting. I I loved him before the draft, and it was funny, you know. Um, I I I I I work in more of the fantasy world than anything else, and he was a guy I attached myself to very early through the draft process, and then when he ran slow. I'm like, I said to somebody, I was like, man, he doesn't play like that. I mean, he just, he was great in college and he ran slow, but then you look at the athletic profile and I said something to my son um, who, you know, we're doing fantasy drafts. I was like, I was telling everybody, I was like, just in the last last pick of your draft, pick this kid Puka. I was like, it's a throwaway pick. It doesn't matter. I was like, just, just take him just in case. And he he finally came to me, and my son is now uh, 19 years old. And he finally came. And he goes, "Oh, maybe you're not so stupid, and you know something about football." <laughs> I'm like, 
Thanks. Thanks, son. <laughs> you know, but that that kid falling, it just shows you like, you know, you f- you find this one thing. I think he ran like four, seven, three in his 40. Um, but everything else was just off the charts. Um, and they, they got him in in L.A. and they loved him from day one. And he's just been he's it's been crazy. It's been crazy how good he is. And the fact that. Early on, you could say, well, he's not getting the attention because of Cup. And then when Cup got hurt and he just exploded like even more, like, oh, he could be a number one receiver. It's just crazy the kind of year he has. Um, a lot of times on the defensive side, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about a lot of guys um, defensively outside of, you know, sacks and interceptions. Um, but to me, Miles Garrett has been just incredible this year. Um, versus the run, versus the pass. Um, I think he's your defensive MVP when it all comes down to it. Uh, what do the numbers say about that? Yeah. he. Um, so he's winning like over a quarter of his pass rush snaps, um, which is insane, a ridiculously high number. Yeah, he's the only player in football doing it this year. Micah Parsons is second, and he's at about 24, 24 point something. Um just a tremendous football player and had the game against the Colts earlier. Um, the year they, they don't win without him, I don't think. Has there been anything, now that we're done the regular season, um, has there been anything that's really jumped off the page as far as the analytics and your numbers go that really surprised you as you were going through that you know player X was better or worse than we thought they were during the season? I guess less away from the player side of things. I saw something yesterday whereby the Ravens now versus 2019 are actually one of the least aggressive teams in fourth down decision making. Um, I think that's really interesting, probably an overcorrection, but they were very, very aggressive, obviously. It's, and even when Lamar Jackson was out injured, very aggressive. It's really interesting to me. Probably speaks to the fact that you know they're building double-digit leads and when you build double-digit leads, you don't really need to go for it in fourth down. I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens in the playoffs. If they are in close games, do we start to see them uh, lean on that a bit more? That will be interesting because I, I had made the point and, and you know, um, that it just seemed on the surface kind of after they lost to the, the, the Steelers this year that I, I kind of saw a change in in how they were dealing with fourth down decisions, going for it, even even to the way they use timeouts and challenges. I thought they were much more conservative and had no idea the numbers played that out. It just it just seemed like they valued uh, points and, and knew how good their defense was that they weren't taking as many risks. And, okay, we got some numbers behind it now. So maybe my eyes don't deceive me. So that's good to know. But it will be interesting to see – you know, what they do in the playoffs if they have that same amount of confidence in closer games um, and things like that. Um, I guess the, the last, like, kind of Ravens-related uh, one I had, Gordon, was about Dalvin Cook, obviously, kind of really the only other un- the only unknown that we have left, I guess, with the Ravens offense. Do you think he has, you know, how much How much do you think he has left, and, and do you, should we expect to see him at all during this playoff run? Obviously, Melvin Gordon fumbled, which is, I guess, the, the big knock on Melvin Gordon. He fumbled in, in when he had his opportunity against the Steelers, and that's going to weigh heavy in Ravens fans' minds. So should, do you think we'll see Dalvin Cook during this playoff run? I think we will. Uh, the Melvin Gordon thing, I I was convinced after the Keaton Mitchell injury that the Ravens' season would end on a Melvin Gordon fumble. 
Um, so I, I don't think we see Melvin Gordon carry the ball for the Ravens in the postseason now. Um, I think Dalvin Cook will be that third running back. I don't think he's going to be a star for them. I think he'll be a guy who they'll use a little bit and he'll he'll do okay and not make mistakes, hopefully. Wow. What's uh what's how do the Ravens how are how do the Ravens uh get get beat? Like what what is the weakness that the Ravens have right now? It it, it, it I know we mentioned the Bills run game is that the that's the primary way that we see the Ravens get knocked out. I think so, yeah. As as long as they stay as healthy as they currently are, which is not, you know, they're not entirely healthy, but they're they're pretty darn healthy compared with the rest of the NFL. It's just that that running game if they can build leads in games I don't know that there's a team in the NFL that can really challenge them without getting a couple of things bouncing their way. Um, that 49ers game whereby they got the turnovers that allowed them to really push the game away from the 49ers. The Miami game was just complete domination. If they can build early leads, I think it's going to be really tough for anyone to beat them. We're speaking with PFF's Gordon McGinnis. Gordon, I have one more question for you, and it and you may not be prepared for this question at all. Maybe you are. Um, but I just talking about the Ravens, um, I have not been a big fan. I was never a big fan of drafting uh, Owe uh, when they did. Um, I thought he was too much of a project. What do the numbers say about Owe's season this year? Was he effective? Was he better? Um, because you see from the Ravens that, you know, the numbers that are eye-popping, sacks and things like that, he's still not there. You you, you got Clowney and, and Van Noy, you know, have really been godsends, and, and, and Matt Abique, uh, you know, have been godsends from the pass rush standpoint. But have we seen improvement in OA? Because we're getting to the point where we get to start talking about picking up fifth-year options and things like that. Is 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 he showing improvement at all? Yeah, he definitely is. Um, again, sack numbers weren't there, like you said, um, but it was a definite improvement for where he's been in the past. It's by far his most effective season. Uh, in terms of PFF pass rush grade. I've not looked at the numbers in the last couple of weeks, but he was like a top 20 edge rusher in pass rush win rate and pressure rate, things like that. Sack numbers aren't there, but definitely more of a a player. I would would extend the fifth-year option to him. Um, I wouldn't be looking to go and pay a heavy extension at this point in time, but I think you've seen enough to, to want to at least see him another couple of seasons. There you go. Gordon McGinnis. PFF.com. Can we can we plug anything else for you? Uh no. I think you've already you've already done a nice job plugging some of the stuff <laughs> I've written. So thank you very much. No worries. As always, appreciate you joining us here on the Glenn Clark Radio Show, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon. All right. Thanks, guys. There he goes, Gordon McInnes. Had to ask the away question. Still not convinced. I mean, it's hard to be. I mean, he. When you draft a edge rusher in the first round, I guess it's yes you want him to be T.J. Watt, and that was definitely not a fair kind of expectation. Um, but he doesn't play. You know, you you want you still want to see him play like what like eighty percent of snaps. He's probably played closer to you know fifty sixty percent of snaps. You think it's that high? I don't see him on the field ever. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I'm not being. Just look, I'm, I'm not, looking at his snap counts now. I need to look at. I, I don't see them compared with the rest of the game. He's played how many games has he played this season? Because he missed a couple. 
eight, nine, ten. He's played fourteen. He's played thirteen games because he only played like a couple snaps on okay. uh, on Saturday against Pittsburgh. So he's played thirteen games. Um, and he the most snaps he had was forty nine, and that was Week One against Houston. That was the most snaps that he's played in the game. It was forty nine. Um, otherwise, he's been hanging around in, the, in about the mid thirties. Yeah, so, I, in terms of snap count, I kind of get the fifth year thing. I, I don't know what it's going to cost the Ravens uh, to to pick up the fifth year option, but if he is improving. You might as well might as well hold on to him, um, and see if you can get that next level. I mean, I don't know what the future holds for guys like Clowney and Van Noy, and whether they be willing to come back again on a one year deal. Whether they could go get two year deals now, or you know, or, or bigger deals somewhere else because of how productive they were. Do they give the Ravens the you know, as we say, the hometown discount because they seemingly love playing for this organization? Um, and it's kind of rejuvenated both players in their careers. Um, but, but I also look at it like, I mean, look at Justin Houston. After he had, I mean, he did slow down significantly more in the mm-hmm. second half of last season, but also, I mean, he's been nothing this season. So, like, maybe right. we really did catch lightning I mean, in a maybe bottle you did. once again with Van Noy and but, Clowney. So I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to bring, to, to be so quickly to bring them back. I'm... I, I wouldn't again, be against it. I wouldn't again, be against it. You know, as the Ravens always a right, right player, probably, right price type thing. Yeah. Um, be more inclined to bring back Clowney because he's younger. But then you're you, you're back to where you are, and I don't want to get too far ahead because there's a hopefully a lot of football to be played. Um, but you know, we're going to talk to Joe Serpico. Joe Serpico is already bringing, already doing mock drafts. You know, we're already looking. You know, this is what we do kind of look to the future a little bit. If you don't bring those two guys back, we're exactly where we were at the beginning of, of this season, where you have Owe, you got Ojabo coming back from an injury, and you're hopeful. Love Tyus Bowser. We love Tyus Bowser. We do. I don't know. I don't know where he is. He didn't play this year. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be, what, 29 next year? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just – you know, they got a couple of guys that they've had, you know, on the practice squad, and we saw them, you know, time to time. But from a pass rush standpoint, if you don't bring at least one of those guys back, we're in the same position you are again. And uh, and uh, they've shown now, I mean, they can. They can. They can kind of, they've done it Does two it, years but now. You, but can you do pick it? Pick up a guy. But that's my fear. Labor Day weekend. But that's and, my fear. It's like, can you always do it? Can you always continue it definitely to grab these make guys? You feel comfortable. I mean, I mean, you know, they did it once, great. They did it twice now. It's like, can we really requ- really think it's going to happen three years in a row that they do this? I mean, I haven't given up on Ojabo. I, I I hope at some point Owe, you know, continues an upward and 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 it transforms into sex, but. That's not who he is. It's not who he was in college, and that was my fear. It's like it's great. You know, high-effort guys are high-effort guys, and it's never about effort. It's just like can you get the quarterback on the ground? And and that just hasn't been his forte in college or in the NFL so far. Um, You know, you hope you get something from Bowser next year. Yeah. But that, you know, you're talking, you're talking looking at the Ravens draft, you're going to be picking, you know, 28 to 32 – most likely, um, 
in that range. Hope you're never dra- you're not drafted any earlier. Then things really go off the rails. Yeah. But you know you 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 need off you need to upgrade your offensive line still. It's been great this year, but you, you got some guys that are free agents. You got some guys that you know have been injured and getting a little long in the tooth as far as the age goes. While we're talking about corner depth, obviously, like I always, you know, I always feel like you can't have you too know, much corner depth. You, you can't, but <sighs> I mean, st- you do need corners. I, 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 I you, and you need to get some youth in corners. But the guys that they have have really stepped up. Look, I wasn't a uh, first to admit that when they drafted Stevens, I was not a fan of it because I didn't know. I thought he was more of a safety at the NFL level, and I didn't. They didn't need a safety when they drafted him. And I know, at the time, they're like, "Well, we like him as a corner," and I'm like, "Well, he didn't really play well as a corner in college." They were right. I mean, I, I he's turned into a wonderful player um, at corner. So you have him. You have some depth there. Would they did they sign Roxin for one or two years? Uh, hopefully one. Hopefully, you know, Arthur Millette has played well. Yeah, Millette spot. Has, he has played very well. I, I, you know, Marlin. I, I don't know what we're doing with Marlin. We love Marlin, but the injury bug has has creeped up every year. Um, I don't know that you can rely on him for eighteen games. So you need some more depth there. It's going to be interesting. Offensively, I don't think outside of the offensive line they need much. I'll assume they're bringing Odell back on some sort of multi-year friendly contract. Yeah. I mean, you still have Bateman and Zay, and you have Likely and Andrews and Kohler, who I still like. It's going to be a thing. Do we need the break? Uh, we do, yeah. And hopefully, okay. and we'll we'll get off of the uh, the future. We gotta do. We gotta listen to what Femi said and try to enjoy the ride. Oh, I'm enjoying the ride. <laughs> but when we start to talk, and I, we, you know, you, you enjoy the ride, but you always have to have an eye towards the future. You know, even if they win the Super Bowl, the day after the Super Bowl, guess what we're talking about? You're gonna be trying to fire John Harbaugh, aren't you? No, I'm not. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm. If he wins a playoff game, I've said this. If he wins a playoff game this year, I'm off of it. All right. I still think All he right. has his. I still think he has his issues. But I have a, have admitted this year. I thought there's been improvement. It's the first year since he's been the coach here. I thought there's been improvement, truly. And right now, I would go. I would go make a parlay right now. Okay, and I would use code Glenn Clark twenty three and sign up at SuperBook.com, and you're going to receive two hundred and fifty dollars in same day. First bet matches win or lose. So I would put here's what I do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you a player prop later today. You're gonna go sign up. You're gonna do this player prop. I'm gonna give you two players. Player prop. Do a parlay on a win or lose. You're gonna get this two fifty. And then I want you to do another parlay where it says the Ravens and the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl. All you gotta do is download the SuperBook.com app. Visit or just go to superbook.com itself. Take advantage of this great offer. We're going to tell you how to do this today. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio. We will be right back. Hey, it's Jeremy Kahn. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks with locations in Canton and in Towson and enjoy the best in-class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities, bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. 
Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of special Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasIn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels, Heating and Air Conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, ajmichaels.com. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at Baltimore.org slash hotels. Don't forget about Project Game Day after every Ravens game this season. It's kind of like this show, except Rita's also there, so I actually think it's pretty good. But hey, you're already here now, so why don't you go ahead and keep listening to GCR? Hey, and we're back. Right now, I want you to uh, make sure you listen. Not this weekend, okay? We're not here this weekend. But after next week's game, Project Game Day, we'll be back after the divisional round playoffs. And after the game, you're going to join Glenn, Rita, Femi, sometimes me. Josh Charles is always there. Sometimes. And, Andrew Stecka. I, I couldn't make it after the Dolphins oh. game. Okay. I'm that was, usually That was there. like the only one, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, you know, there's a couple this year I missed. You've been at most of them. Like, most of them. Good attendance for most sure. Of, most of them. I was at the Miami game with my son. We were driving back. We were, we were, in, we were, we were stuck in a parking garage for 45 minutes trying to get out. Um, but the whole crew, we discussed what went down during the game. You can watch us all at facebook.com slash pressboxsports or head over to youtube.com slash pressboxonline. Project Game Day, as always, is brought to you by A.J. Michaels, the Superbook Sports, and helpmygamblingproblem.org. We always have a good time there. Uh, so so real quick, I, 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 I kind of told you um, I was going to give you a, a parlay, okay? And I think I have one for you. But I, 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 I'm, I'm checking. Now you're gonna have to help me with the, with the first thing here, okay? Because you know how I'm terrible with names, right? <laughs> okay. 
So, Victor. We're betting on guys you don't even know. You don't Vic, even know no, who I know are. who they are. Oh, we're talking. Okay, we're doing basketball. We're going to basketball. We're going, we do NBA. We do NBA. Okay. Victor. Actually, I want to let you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean, sure? Yeah, you got it. Wemb- sure? Wembenyama, yeah. Okay. Wemby. Okay. Over 9.5 rebounds. Over 9.5 rebounds. Yes. For Wemby. For Wemby. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this. Remember what I said yesterday? Whenever the Wizards play, okay, we're, we're, we're we love we love the player points opposite the Wizards, okay. Um, so uh, I just had him. Where'd he go? We're gonna go Aaron Nesmith, okay. Okay. Over twelve point five points. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see Jalen Smith uh, is on the Pacers as well. Do we, he like, is. Do we like picking on? We wanna, you no. don't like Stick Smith in it? No. Okay. That's that's at plus two thirty. Okay. Okay. We're gonna bet that. So you go to SuperBook.com. You place. All you gotta do is place any bet. Five dollar bet. Okay. Potential to win. You know, two and a half times your money plus two, plus two thirty. And win or lose, you could win that bet. Yeah. Still have all that money, but they're going to give you two fifty, and then you start to build your parlay where the Ravens, you bet the Ravens and the Forty ers to make the Super Bowl. Just make the Super Bowl. They have to win the Super Bowl. Just make the Super Bowl and see what your odds are there, and start to put some money on there. You could do that. All you got to do is download the SuperBook app or visit SuperBook.com. Take advantage of it. It's easy. I just gave you your first winning bet. I'm on a roll. Player props. I'm on a roll. I did. I did a three. I did three last night. But I did it in that. Remember, I told you about the round robin. Yes, yes, of course. So the beauty of the round robin. The ra- beauty of the round robin was that I won two of the three. But unlike a regular parlay where that's a loser, the round robin I covered my bet, even won like a dollar on it. So it's a it you know it's a good way to do it. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. put three of them together, do a round robin. Learning things this week. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn it. I actually yes, I've been doing them for a while, and I actually first time, I I, I text Jeremy. I said, Jeremy, I have a question for you. I go, you know more about this stuff than I do, but I'm not bad at it. I said, I've been doing these round robins for about six months. What what's your view on them? I said, I I, I tend to love them because when they hit, they're huge. And if you just miss one, you, you still make a couple of dollars. He goes, dude, he goes, more people need to do them. He goes, I absolutely love them. I was like, good enough for me. I'll do them for the rest of my life. But I just gave you a straight parlay, too. If you want to add a third one to it and do a round robin, choose all combinations, it's easy peasy. You know, you may even get better odds other places. Play it, play, play, you know, but Superbook.com has that plus 230. So that's a good one. That is a good one. That's a good one. I like it. I, 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 uh, I'll probably, I, I will, I will. In fact, I think I will hit you're that. Gonna, one. You're gonna tail some, that one. Some Nesmith. You're gonna Nesmith. Ta- Nesmith. Nesmith. Aaron, Aaron Nesmith, of course. Aaron Nesmith. He's over, going against the Wizards. It can't, over, it can't over lose. twelve point five, and Halliburton's out. That's why this oh, is a good. Oh, okay. I and see, last yeah, night, guess how many points? Guess how many points he had last night? Nesmith. Yeah. Uh, what? Twenty-seven. It's seventeen. Okay. He'll get well, twenty-seven tonight. I'm gonna take the alt line. I only need him to get thirteen. I could <laughs> care less how many he gets over thirteen. But it would be nice if he got it, like, in the first half. It would. You know, it should be a high-scoring game. 
most Wizards games are. Yeah, not much defense. So you could post those. The, you could pair those two with the over in the game. I don't even know what the line is. What's the line? I think the Pacers are favored by eight. No, 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 no. What's the what's the what's the what's the total? Uh, two fifty three and a half. Ooh, that's a big total. It is. I'll probably still go there. <laughs> Wizards don't play a lick of defense. They don't, and they still score a little bit. You know, Kyle Kuzma. One thirty, one thirty-five, one twenty gets us there, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay, we can do that. Should we? Uh, do we have the Would You Rather's up? Uh, yeah, I'm getting the third one up now. We can start on the uh, start on the first two. I, I don't see them. Uh, if you go to Glenn Clark at GlennClarkRadio.com, oh. or sorry, not .com, but at GlennClarkRadio on Twitter. Well, I don't have Twitter. That's right. Well, what if you just go to Twitter.com? Do you have slash Facebook yet? But no, I don't have them. I don't think I have. Uh, Hold on, let me, let me, let me, let me see. Yeah, all right, I'll read the first one. Hold on, let me. Let, no, wait, wait a minute. I, I, we're gonna I, talk. I, we're gonna talk to Joe here in two minutes. Do we want to start? Would you rather? Or we, we want to? No, let's 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 let's. Or we'll get. We'll try to read them out first. Okay, I'm I'm gonna read them out. Okay, I'm gonna read them out. Number one, would you rather? The GCR Sports Genie guarantees the Ravens win the Super Bowl this season. But miss the playoffs the next two years. Or the Orioles lose the World Series this season, but are guaranteed to win a World Series five years from now. Now, is that assuming the you're saying they lose the World Series means they're in the World Series? Correct. Okay. They lose in the World Series this season. Lose Devastating. In, devastating. After losing in the first round, Paul from Ov Lando said the Orioles haven't been in. Oh, we'll get the responses later, right? Well, we'll read the res- we'll read the uh, the prompts right now. Doing one, I was trying to okay, get, right, to right, get right. Paul. So stop, stop yelling at me, okay, dude. Sorry, what is, what's Paul got? No, I, I already I already left it. Would you rather two? <laughs> Sadly, the Ravens do not win the Super Bowl. It's going to be sad. But would you rather? The Ravens beat the Steelers next week, but go on to lose to Joe Flacco and the Browns in the AFC Championship game and win the Super Bowl or Browns and win the Super Bowl. So the that was confusing. So Should I reword it? No, we're well, good. Like, no. So what you're basically saying is the Ravens, Ravens lose in the AFC Championship game to the Browns and the Browns win the Super Bowl led by Joe Flacco. Or... The Browns lose this week, and the Ravens go on to lose in the Super Bowl. Ravens lose either way, but where where are your heartstrings at? Right. I want to I want to know where the heartstrings are at, because you know my my thing at this point. F Joe Flacco. What? He's wearing a Browns uniform. He's Joe Flacco. I don't care. When he's in the Ring of Honor, when he's the legend of the game. When they bring him back as Lamar's backup next year, no, I'm just kidding. What I I'm all for it. Like he's Ring of Honor. We love Joe Flacco in Baltimore. He's playing for the Cleveland Browns. Stop with all this nostalgia about how oh, isn't it great that Joe Flacco's doing this? Isn't it great Joe Flacco's doing that? I don't care about Joe Flacco right now. I want him to fall flat on his face. I want the Houston Texans to beat the pants off of Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. And you know what? I don't 
I don't want, I don't even want him here because it's not even going to be a good game if he's here. They're going to knock him out of the game if he's here. Okay? Because he can't move. You're going to get him off his spot. I'm not scared of him. That's not why I want them to lose. I'm tired of the Baltimore fan. Joe Flacco was a great Baltimore Raven. He's now playing for the Cleveland Browns. Guess who I don't like? The Cleveland Browns. Therefore, I am not liking Joe Flacco right now. Stop with all this nostalgia stuff. Did we get the third one up yet? Yeah, it should be the most recent one. Third one. I worded it right. Oh, the third one. You have, would you rather, you have your coffee served to you by Adam, a robot barista. Is that is that right, barista? Barista, yes. Yeah. Every day for the rest of your life, or no AI and robots in your life at all. You can see you can see Adam making it. Now Adam probably makes it exactly how you want it. And it's probably the same every single time. But he's learning a lot more about you every time. And he's sharing that with all his robot buddies too. So here's 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 the issue. It's always different. Um, every time I get like, like if you go if you go to one of these places and you make an order, and it's not the one that you always go to. It's always different. It's like Chipotle. Same thing as Chipotle. Yeah, the only I've only found falling off. I've only found one place that seemingly makes it the same every time, because they they have a little bit of robotic in them of how they make it. So it's the same every time. But when you go to some of these other coffee places and you order your chai, whatever, fancy foo-foo drink, I just get coffee. Or a, no, or, we know. You or, You get the, I get, the... I get a green tea lemonade. It's pretty... It's a little foo-foo, yeah. Okay, but every everyone makes it different. And every person makes it different. So it's not always the same. It's close. So would you rather have Adam make it perfect for you every single time or no AI and robots ever? It's going to be interesting. Do we, do we have Joe on? We do, yeah. Joe! What's going on, man? KZ just went on that little, heard you on that rant there, and I think people need to watch Terminator to know no AI is the right answer. Probably so. Probably so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I Kind of like if my building turned into a car or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so what? Uh, Joe Serpico here, of course, the fantasy football expert, NFL draft expert at PressBoxOnline.com. Did you? Did I just see you did a mock draft already? Yes, sir. We that went up this morning. I got the itch after seeing the end of the uh, college football season, with it being the NFL playoffs. You know, trying to pump out. Some content for us at Pressbox Online. So you can go, you can go to Pressbox on Pressbox Online. Check out his uh, his uh, mock draft 1.0. I haven't done one yet. I don't know if I'm going to do them this year. We'll we'll see what happens. You have to. Uh, it's a lot of work, dude. Mm-hmm. This season. is exa- This was exhausting. This this football season was exhausting. There were so many people that were hurt. So what? So now that we're done, now that we're done, look, you know, everybody, go play, go to, don't don't play anymore, you know, fantasy football. Go 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 to sportsbook.com and place bets with your money. But now that the now that the 
the season is over. Can you give me some of your top takeaways from the – what would we learn this year in fantasy football that we should take to next year? I think the biggest thing for me is, is you know, all last year it was – Travis Kelsey was de facto number one uh, tight end, uh, most likely probably one of your first top 15 picks or something along those lines there. I think going into next year, uh, we've seen Kelsey kind of fell off a little bit, and the whole position as a group has kind of stepped up. Uh, I think for the first time in a long time, we could say there's somewhere between eight to ten reliable options. You know, some of the guys that kind of broke out this year would be, you know, your Trey McBrides and Evan Ingram and Jake Ferguson. You know, those all became guys that were uh, relevant. And you obviously can't forget the guy who finished as tight end number one, Sam Laporta. And I think that'll be an interesting topic going into next year. Who is going to be? tight end one when we get to the draft time is it going to be still Kelsey because he's been so dominant or you know do we have a new changing of the guard with uh, Laporta at the top which honestly if you're asking me looks like you you know for years we were kind of saying that Kelsey we were waiting for Kelsey to kind of fall off because of age I think this was the first year we kind of saw and then the rookie really stepped up so I think Laporta is going to be your top guy next year yeah I I first of all you know the emergence like we've never seen in the NFL of the rookie tight end this year because it's always been in fantasy. Stay away from the rookie tight ends. They take too long the first year of a rookie tight end. They take too long to get going. My goodness. You, I mean, just let's just talk about Laporte and McBride. How, how many championship teams were they on? Because they were just absolutely fantastic. And, and, and then you got guys that, like Luke Musgrave, Musgrave, who looked like he was going to be part of that group, who just, you know, unfortunately because of injury, but with 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 Jordan Love there and and that connection that they start to come into, I, I I just look at, you know, the 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 tight ends and it's almost it's almost um, for fantasy next year. I've always said if you can't get Kelsey, you wait, but now you really wait. There's going to be a bunch of tight ends that are going to be viable in fantasy drafts where I think coming into this year, there were like four or five guys that we had targets on. And then we're like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw something late at Evan Ingram, which turned out great this year. You know, I'll take it in Joku late. Uh, I think tight end's going to be really deep when we start to look at these rankings next year. Um, so that's, that's, that's a great takeaway. My, my takeaway is, is the rookie wide receivers. Um, they were dynamic this year, and we we start with Puka. Who, my God, it's going to be really interesting to see where he goes next year. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, I mean, what did he finish? He finished top ten overall. He set rookie records. You start to see that he was getting in the end zone more towards the end of the year. Um, anybody who was lucky enough to either grab him late in drafts or very early in, in the waiver wire. I mean, he took, he took a lot of teams to Super Bowls. But you, you, look, at, you look at some of the other rookies, um, you know, the Jordan Addisons, the Zay Flowers, um, even Jaden Reed, uh, there were some rookie wide receivers that I'm looking at next year could really take another step and be their number ones on their teams. That, that for me, was, was eye-opening as well, that there are going to be a lot of options um, at wide receiver outside of the top three or four that you can get later in drafts going forward. Oh, I totally agree with that. And then we've got another incoming class that's going to be phenomenal. You've probably got two that are going to go in the top ten, maybe even three. 
with uh, Harrison neighbors and um, and uh, Rome from Washington. So you would be another you know three guys that could be probably high round picks. But you know based on what we've seen from rookie receivers, they probably go in your middle like five or six rounds there. And uh, I think the thing for me, uh, this was only year two where I've tried to go with the zero running back strategy, and I think that is my strategy moving forward just based on you can find so many you know, running backs. Like for me this year, Kyron Williams was my fantasy darling. Without that guy, I don't win a fantasy championship. The guy who was on nobody's radar going into the year, um, and I was able to stack up at receivers. So, you know, there's abundance of receivers that keep coming in the league and the de-emphasizing of the running back position. I mean, let's face it, if you didn't have, you know, your Christian McCaffrey's, your Tyra Williams, Brees Halls, I mean, after that, it kind of got dry pretty quickly at the running back position. And a lot of those guys that we saw at the top, you know, your Austin Eckler's really flopped for you this year. So, if, you know, for me moving forward, receivers is definitely going to be a huge priority. You know, I don't care if I walk out of the first four or five rounds with all receivers avoid that running back dead zone, and then do what I did this year. Pick up a Kyron Williams, picked up a Zach Moss that held me over for, for weeks as well. I had the, Deonta Foreman carry me for a couple games, so it's just all about, you know, you can find running backs to fill those places, but it's really hard to find receivers unless you find a guy like, uh, you know, like Puka really late. But for the most part, you're getting your top receivers early on, and then, you know, I can kind of throw darts when it comes to running back position from there. Yeah, you can, and it's funny because I've always, uh, I've always been that guy that 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 loves the running backs early, and and this season tested me on that because, you know, uh, gr- granted, if you had McCaffrey, you were great all year, and you probably went really far, but so many of the top guys either underperformed or got hurt during the year. Um, that wide receiver turned out to be the way to go. Um, I was fortunate in some of my my uh my drafts to kind of do a combination of both where I was able to grab a Puka with my last round draft and I was I took guys like Jaden Reed and 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 Addison that turned out to be good guys late in drafts and comb- combine that with some early running backs that you know there was enough depth for me that I got away with it where 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 wide receivers carried me um but yeah um running backs are going to be uh are going to be it's going to be really kind of crazy because outside and I don't even know uh, Kyron Williams how that's a, a a for sure thing next year he was great this year I mean he's he's the he's the waiver wire pickup of the year in my opinion um, just because I think in some some drafts the later you went you you start to see Puka drafted late I don't think we saw uh, Kyron Williams drafted anywhere um, in most fantasy drafts so he's the waiver wire guy of the year. Uh, but running backs for next year, I mean, I, I don't know what we do with them. I don't, you know, do do we go down the well with a Tony Pollard again? You know, Austin Eckler's off my radar. He was awful. He looked like he mm-hmm. hit that wall. You know, Chubb coming back from that injury, who knows? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough near the top uh, once you get into to rankings and things like that. Uh, we're talking with Joe Serpico. He is our – fantasy football and NFL draft expert. But Joe, what the hell, dude? What's going on with the Eagles? They suck. What, what the Whoa. This no, is a rabbit no. hole you really want to go down right yeah, now? Yeah, I mean, this All is right. just why I had you on. I mean, I mean, this is the best team in football through 10, 11 weeks. And what changed? I mean, I didn't see a major injury. I didn't see, like, what you're closer to it than I am. 
They're terrible on both sides of the ball, dude. Oh, and so I remember having a conversation with my buddies when they first got into that five-game stretch before we got to this losing stretch. I mean, going into the year, we knew there was going to be a five-game run where they played the Cowboys, it was the Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, and the Cowboys all in five weeks. And I remember telling my buddies, you know, if we go three and two during that stretch, I'll be happy. They right. started the first three games going three and zero, oh, and I was like, oh my god, you're like this team is, you know, it's a dynasty team. We're making that run. I don't know what happened either. I think all of Philadelphia is kind of lost as to what's going on there too. Now the defense has been atrocious. They can't make a third down stop to save their lives. I think the only injury that you know, I, as an Eagles fan, I know of it, but Nicobe Dean was the middle linebacker, was kind of controlling the middle of the field. He was kind of shutting down some of the tight ends, but ever since then, tight ends have run wild. Anybody's, I've been complaining that the nipple corner for the Eagles right now has just been the biggest liability whatsoever. Darius Slay hasn't been the problem. I know he's been getting a lot of the heat on the internet, but it hasn't been him. Bradbury, yes, has had his goose and whatnot, but I feel like whoever's been lined up at the, the slot position has just had a field day against the Eagles, and every third down, whether it's third and seven or third and 20, it just seems like uh, the opposing team is able to pick up. And the other thing, what we saw last year, is the Eagles were so good at getting home with just their front four, they can't do it this year. There's definitely just a huge lapse in uh, – and that's what I think is creating all these problems, obviously, on third day. You can't get to the passer, you know, you've, as it's at a time, and then these quarterbacks are just dicing us up. And the worst thing is, it is who is dicing us up. You know, last week was Tyrod Taylor. Right. The week before that, Kyler Murray, you know, and then the week before that, it's, you know, so it's just like it's getting hard to watch because they've been the better team, I, I would say, the past five games, but it's just not translating on the field. And now Philly people are saying, well, you know, now the argument is it hurts. Actually hurt or not? Um, we'll oh, see about finger, that. His I fingers hurt. Really I assure you, his finger is hurt. <laughs> oh, that was that was nasty looking. To be honest, um, I've been there before with one of those, and that, that I mean ugh, that's not fun. But um, yeah, it, it's just kind of hard to watch because it's, I have full aspirations with this year of making it back to another Super Bowl. Ten weeks in, I was like, I was a surefire thing. Honestly, I was thinking, well, all right, let's just get to this championship game between the Eagles and the 49ers because nobody else is even going to be remotely close. But uh, I hate to say this as a Cowboy or as an Eagles fan, but the Cowboys are got to be in that discussion as well, and even the Lions for for a part as well. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, we were talking before, you know, before the show and when we came on the air. Like I'm seeing talking heads explain to me how Tampa is going to beat the Eagles. No way. Tampa stinks. Uh, I don't. Mike, they uh, yeah, stink. Oh, I mean, but look, look at week eighteen. You know, I know that's what I said. Lowly Carolina Panthers. I, I'm, I'm not buying that. I'm with you, but they just got carved up by the Giants. They they ran out. They ran away from the Cardinals and let them come back into the game. Like if if you can't if you allow Baker to sit there, they do have some weapons. Like. Like, you know, Kate Odden, you, you you talked about perfectly. Like, I've been playing in DFS. Any any tight end who's playing against the Eagles, it's worked out. Kate Odden yep. can play. Mike Williams and, and Godson can play. You know, Rasheed White has been all, awesome this year coming out of the backfield and catching passes. I, I, I don't want to say that they can. But I can make an argument offensively if if the Eagles can't get home and they allow Baker time to just throw the ball. This may be a longer day than we think, and I I, I wouldn't have imagined it 
But I got to look back at who's carving them up. You said it the right way. They're not getting carved up by the best. They're getting carved up in crazy ways. I, I just, it's a, we had uh, Femi Ayambadejo, uh, who does a lot of stuff with analytics. And, and also we just talked to Gordon McGinnis. And I've never seen anything like it. I, like, like at 10 and 1, and then like you said, to go through their their toughest stretch and win three of those games. Dude, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. It would it. I, I'm gonna say this as an, uh, you're you're an Eagles fan. Would it really shock you, like shock among shock, that Tampa beat them? Unfortunately, if you would have asked me this, let's say six weeks ago, I would have said yes. But now the answer is no. Yeah, I think like you mentioned, I think Godwin. That's the one that scares me the most this weekend because he works out of the slot. Right. I'm just. I am just so worried that he's going to be the one that carves us up. Uh, Evans, you know, we know what he is, future Hall of Famer. But I kind of like, you know, with Slay and Bradbury being out there. But it's just, like you mentioned, Otten and Godwin are the two that are going to give Eagles fans nightmares come Monday. And I'm not a big fan of that the game's on Monday night. Let's just, we can also say that. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't doesn't help. More 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 time to think about it. We're talking with Joe Serpico from PressBoxOnline.com. Uh, if you go right now, pressboxonline.com, you will see that he has given the Baltimore Ravens, number one, he's giving them the Super Bowl win, okay, because he has them picking 30 Let's seconds. Let's not go that far. Well, you did. Let's not go that far. You just did. I have it specifically stated in there, and what goes by record. But if I have to pick my – I didn't read, that. I didn't, I I didn't read any dis- I didn't read any disclaimers. You got Baltimore picking thirty second. That means they win the Super Bowl, right? Just drinking the purple Kool Aid. We're all in it together. Okay. Hey, I might be an Eagles fan, but I will be at that parade just like you guys. Let's put it that way. But uh, in all seriousness, you have the Ravens taking cornerback Enos Rakestraw Jr. out of the University of Mississippi. So you're going to be Missouri. Missouri, sorry, Missouri. I saw M-I-S-S, and my brain went Mississippi. Um, out of Missouri, uh, really good player, number one. Uh, number two, we were talking a little bit about the future, and, you know, Ravens will be picking late in the draft. Uh, you know, how late, we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. But corner, rush end, and offensive line seem like the three areas that we would like to see the Ravens target early in this year's draft and and cornerback look they they've done it you love their safety room their cornerbacks they have done it in multiple ways but marlin is getting a little bit long in the tooth injuries have crept mm-hmm. up the last couple of years i like the pick there um if they go corner um i, I like i said not going to be upset if one of the tackles drops to them but uh i i could go for a corner there so Who's your who's your who's your number one pick in this draft? I still have it being with the Bears taking Caleb Williams, but I do have it in there that I think I'm one of those that do think the Bears are going to trade back, and I believe that the Patriots are going to be the team that moves up to make that. Now, in an ideal world, it'd be Belichick in his opportunity to uh, you know draft his finally get his heir apparent to Tom Brady has this generational talent, but well, I guess we'll find out in the next couple of days. Belichick is still going to be in New England, but as for now, it's the Bears at the top with Caleb Williams. So, so let's let's play your scenario. Belichick's back, but they bring in a new GM. Caleb or Drake? 
I I like Caleb Williams. I mean, it is really one A, one B. Um, Williams offers a little bit more as a runner, and we have always heard from Bill Belichick in the past how much he's admired like mobile quarterbacks. Going back to you know the days where he was talking about Lamar. Uh, I always think that's something he's wanted in his office. I think that's actually a big reason why Malik Cunningham was on the Patriots. I think, you know, they kind of wanted to see maybe if they can model some of the stuff that the Ravens do and use him as gadget play and then, you know, maybe potentially build him into being a, a viable backup or even a potential starter. But I think, you know, with this, you know, let's face it, the Patriots have never drafted this high. You know, it's been forever since Belichick has been there. Uh, I think this is an opportunity to, to you know, again, land a top guy, you turn things around there, and I think it's a little bit premature to say he's on his way out just because he's just a few wins shy of breaking Don Shula's mark. I think he's going to want to do that in New England. So, you know, I think all this talk about him going to San Diego and all these other places, I mean, I think it's all, you know, nice uh, chatter for, for the media, but I, I personally just can't see it happening. I just don't think it makes any sense for him to just go somewhere and start all over. When if you're going to start all over, just do it in New England where you have, you know, everything at your disposal already. There he is, Joe Serpico, PressBoxOnline.com. Find his Mock Draft 1.0 up there right now. You can also find all your fantasy football needs and NFL draft needs as we continue along through the playoffs and into the offseason. Joe, thanks as always, my friend, for coming on, and uh, I'm sure Glenn will talk to you next week. Glenn, all right, Glenn and I appreciate him from always having me on. And KZ, I wouldn't be here without you, so I will always thank you for that. No problem at all. Talk to you soon, my friend. Take care. There he goes, Joe Serpico. Um, you know, um, I li- I liked it the fact that he has he has it up there. He has it up there. He has he has he has to take in a corner. I like it. I like it. So, you know. Are we gonna, would you like me to take a break? Uh, yeah, we, sh- we we can take a break here. But before and we do, I want to urge everybody to drink a beer or two. Ooh. Am I supposed to say it like that? Yeah. And we're encouraging drinking. Um, we are. Well, yeah, this Just a beer or two. this one. But yeah. we're on this one because it's in honor of Tony Siragusa. Starting Monday next week, the f- January 15th, Guilford Hall Brewery is releasing Goose Flights a delicious lager to support Goose's medical transportation jet company. As many of you know, the Goose Flights Foundation, which is uh, now run by Tony's kids, charitably flies DD patients to emergency treatment. You can buy Goose Flights lager exclusively at Glory Days Grill or Guilford Hall Brewery. Two bucks of every purchase goes to the cause. Raise a glass to Tony and support this great foundation. Go to PressBoxOnline.com to learn all about it. Um, January 15th. Um, it goes live. It'll be available at Guilford Hall Brewery. Guilford Hall Brewery. And then all Day grills. the local, all the Glory Day is, uh, all the Glory Days grills. Okay. Yes. Great. You know, we all love Tony, and this is a great foundation, and we should all support it. So grab a beer or two every day after January, starting January 15th. Okay? Every day. Every single day. Every single day. One or two. No more than two. You could you could buy some to take home. Yeah. But drink two while you're there to support this cause. Absolutely. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, I guess we'll get into uh would you rather some of the responses and do some other stuff and things as they say. Stuff and things. Okay, you're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. 
Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's so much focus on sports betting these days, but I want to talk about an area that nobody wants to gamble on. Where you choose to go out and spend your hard-earned dollars to eat. The Casas Inn is no gamble at all. The quality on their menu is outstanding, and the value is off the charts with a great and varied list of specials Monday through Friday. And the staples of the menu, whether it's salads, burgers, fish, they're all fantastic. Fantastic. And I haven't even mentioned the crabs or crab cakes yet. So check out the menu for yourself at CostasIn.com. When choosing a place to dine, never gamble on the food you put in your belly. The Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard or call 410-477-1975 for reservations and your steam crab orders. What company has the expertise to make your home healthier by purifying your air and killing all viruses, allergens, and bacteria? A.J. Michaels. Heating and air conditioning in Baltimore and Annapolis, AJMichaels.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of PressBox is available now, and it's our very special annual best of issue. On the cover, we celebrate Orioles manager Brandon Hyde as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, and the Orioles as our Team of the Year. With Stan the Fan Charles and Glenn Clark sitting down with Hyde to discuss his role in creating the culture that defined the Orioles' magic season. Also inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2023. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Terps, and O's at PressBoxOnline.com. Hey, Ravens fans, looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer, during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Sure, Glenn may be in his 40s now, but he looks just as good as he ever has, and he's still as sharp as he ever was. And I say both those things without even a shred of irony. Find out for yourself right now by watching the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports or YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. Did you know our annual Best Of issue of PressBox is available now, celebrating the Orioles as the team of the year, and manager Brandon Hyde as our Mo Gabba Sportsperson of the year? Inside the issue, we celebrate the top people, performances, and moments of the last 12 months in sports. Pick up the best of issue at your neighborhood Royal Farms or any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox or read the entire issue over at PressBoxOnline.com. What do we want to get into? You want to read some of the responses from... Uh, yeah, well, we'll give our answers for Would You Rather, of course. Sure. Right. Go ahead. Right. Uh, what was our, our first one was... Uh, what was our first one, Ken? First Remind one me. was the GCR Sports Genie. Ah, uh, yes, of course. The Ravens win the Super Bowl this year 
but miss the playoffs in each of the next two years. Or the Orioles lose in the World Series this season, but are guaranteed to win a World Series five years from now. And so we were talking about this a little bit before the show, and I and I think I uh, I have to go with uh, not to spoil Carson's answer, but uh, I think I have to go with uh, taking taking an Orioles World Series. I mean, it is it is it's tough to to go against uh, picking the one that you have not seen before. Obviously, we've been fortunate enough that the Ravens have been very good and have have won one in the last uh, twelve years here. Um, and uh, you know, it would be incredibly disappointing if that means uh, picking the Orioles, the Ravens don't win a, a Super Bowl this year. That would be very disappointing, but it, it I think it would mean a lot more uh, to me personally to see the Orioles uh, you know, do something that didn't seem almost possible uh, for much of my lifetime. Yeah, I'm probably inclined to agree with you. I, I, I'm, I love the NFL, but I've always been a baseball first guy. Orioles were my first love. And the fact that this team is turned the corner and even viable to get to a World Series now and being talked about in those circles and then saying within the next five you know five years from now they're going to win one with the group that we think is going to be part of the team that they have with so much young talent I'd probably lean that way um you know Ravens getting to a Super Bowl this year would be enough for me I hate to say it. It would be disappointing the day of the Super Bowl if they would lose it. But just getting there would be good enough for me. So I lean in that direction. Yeah, I'm going to go with the World Series too. I, I just think, like, I mean, I'm I'm the same way as you can. Like, I love football, but the Orioles have always been, you know, they just captivated me since I was young. And these games this year, you know, watching or being at the game, whatever it was, in August when – and it matters – like that, that feeling to have that feeling back was was great because we hadn't had that in in years and like we've been blessed and spoiled. Like I was born in two thousand two, and as far back as I can remember, the Ravens have always been good. But I would I definitely take the World Series because that feeling of those watching important September baseball and, and stuff is, is a it was it was almost like unfamiliar because I hadn't felt it since I guess two thousand. Well, we went 500 in 2017, so I guess really yeah. 2016 was like the last time that I was watching a Orioles game in September, and like it meant something and with magnitude. Yeah, 100. Um, percent I guess we made this one too easy. It is a pretty pretty one sided. Uh, obviously, uh, Ken talked about Paul Dovey Lando. He also, uh, of course, would love to see his sons uh, experience an Orioles uh, World Series in, in his yeah. lifetime. So to guarantee one in five years, no brainer. Uh, I've celebrated two Super Bowls, so I want to celebrate a World Series and. Uh, uh, Andy was born in 1986 and uh, has never seen an Orioles World Series. So, yeah, I mean, pretty easy. Yeah, pretty I easy. Mean, that. I, I, I know we all won another Ravens Super Bowl, but I agree with that one statement. I've seen two Super Bowl wins. Uh, the next one was the Ravens. Uh, we know the Ravens do not win the Super Bowl. So, would you rather they do beat the Steelers this week or next, next week, week, whatever it is? Yeah, they they beat the Steelers. Uh, so they get to they get to kind of enact revenge after two losses, but then they lose in the AFC Championship game in Baltimore to Joe Flacco and the Browns, um, and then the Browns go on to win the Super Bowl as well with Joe Flacco. Might never see him in a Ravens jersey again, or or uh, they they lose. How, what were they? <laughs> or uh, the Browns lose. So Joe Flacco doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Browns. 
uh, and we don't have to lose to the Browns. Correct. But, but they we lose, lose the Ravens lose in the Super Bowl. Either scenario the Ravens lose, it's how they lose and where they lose. Yes. And then Would who, you rather yeah. you know more the way I'm going on this because I've said several times. I don't give a rat's about Joe Flacco until he retires. When he retires a Raven, which he will. Well, he wins the Super Bowl with the Browns. No. So you're going with option B. Yeah, option B. Okay. Option B. I I, I think uh, that's probably the correct answer. Um, probably. But it takes it's gonna it's taken me a lot more to get there to arrive to because I mean it would be uh, it would be very uh, very I I don't know I don't, I don't the Ravens losing in the Super Bowl that would be such a bummer. I like I like the fact that they're two and zero in Super Bowls and we can kind of we can kind of say that you know they don't they don't lose once they get there. Um, so I like that. I also I also am very worried that you know if Flacco if and when Flacco does go on to win a Super Bowl with the Browns, um, that it would become you know become Peyton Manning with the Broncos. When's uh when we we, we don't see Peyton Manning uh dressed up in in a Colts jersey too often anymore. But he's there for Flacco, a hey, he's been, he's Flacco there for a ham sandwich. Flacco would, Flacco would be a Hall of Famer if he if he does this. Fine. I think I'll go with He's playing a half gonna, a season. I think I want to see Flacco. I think I want to see Flacco win a Super Bowl again, even if it's at our expense. We're going to put you and Paul Valley on a spaceship. Well, if you're telling me the Ravens lose no matter what. I don't want the Browns. Forget about Flacco. That's the thing. I don't want the, the division The Browns are winning rival. the Super Bowl. I don't, you all are falling in love I don't see the with logo. this mythical thing. I see Joe Flacco. <laughs> I think I'd rather us lose in the Super Bowl. I'd rather us lose in the Super Bowl. Plus, I also... Well, I know we're going to lose, but... Like, uh, in this situation. situation. But yeah, I'd rather it be... Why, why wouldn't I want it to be in the in the Super Bowl? We, we made it close, you know? AFC Championship is pretty close, too. They, they lost in the AFC Championship last time. Uh, yeah, but in my... Like, they came back the next year and won. Just won, being won there... Because the Super Bowl is such a done-up thing now. Like, it's played in a vacuum, essentially, with where neutral site. It's 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 a whole day. Getting it's like there, a week. getting there is such an accomplishment that yeah. I'd almost be like the the real. I think. I mean, I know the Super Bowl's playoff football, and it's a very intense game. But the real intense game, in my opinion, is still the conference championship because it's it's not played in a vacuum. And if you get to the Super Bowl, it's quite an accomplishment to have made it out of of your conference. It's it's quite an accomplishment. I'd be okay maybe, with that. I'd maybe, be happy with that season. It would hurt for a day. Maybe because I saw, you know, the the way the last Super Bowl played out where they, you know, they had to rally after losing so tragically in the AFC Championship that 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 uh, that it kind of willed them on to make sure they were going to win the Super Bowl next year. I can kind of see that, you know, playing do out you again. Really maybe. Want, do you know how annoying Browns fans are? Um no, I just going I'm just going to block them out. Don't need to listen to it. We're like, a, we're like six hours them? away. How do you even hear? You're not on Twitter anymore. They how don't do you exist hear the, How do you hear the Browns fans? They're, they're on other things. They're on other things. I, I, I'm, I'm on, on other the social chat media. Boards. They're on all the chat boards. They're on <laughs> threads. I reside at threads. All right. Well, then I I'll stay you. off threads. And yeah. uh, I'll just keep hitting By the mute. way, because, mute on because of this, uh, the funny part is that because of this, uh, I had to go onto Twitter. And because my Twitter is still active, I just don't participate anymore. So I don't, I don't go on it unless I do this. So people are complaining about my OA take. Somebody complained about. It. I was like, my OA take's been consistent pre-draft. I've never, I've never faltered. So stop it. I'm not a person that says see. 
If he has 10 sacks, well, you don't listen to the show. If he has 10 sacks last year, next year, great. He developed. Did I, Griff, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I not say I agreed with Gordon and I would probably pick up his fifth-year option? You said you wanted to run away out of town. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, you agreed. What's the problem? I didn't like him as a draft pick. He hasn't progressed like a it, top 25 draft guy should at a position that you needed at that time. I wanted another guy. The guy they took was in this Tampa. 2021? or tw- I don't know. And yeah, the, all it was, the, it was 2021. 21. It was, yeah. they, they took Queen in 2020. Yeah, I mean... It, 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 Who did Tampa take that year? Uh, Joe uh, Tri- Tyron, the oh, kid okay. out of Washington who changed his name after the draft to a hyphenated name. I don't know what the hyphenated name is. And he hasn't... And, and I'll admit, he hasn't set the world on fire either. I just... I want I want more. I, I, want, I, want, I want it to be at this point where... I felt better going into the offseason with Owe being our top rush end if we don't re-sign any of the veterans. And I don't. I don't feel better. I feel like I did last year. But the numbers say he's been better, so he's improving. That's great. I would I would 100% take the fifth-year option. Everybody chill out. Everyone's coming after you on threads? There was a guy that came after me on Twitter because okay. I had to look here. By the way, okay. we've had no responses Holidays. to Would You Rather 3. Yeah, I mean, I guess that one's a little off. A little, little, little out there, I guess. Uh, I, I, so Paul, Paul Valley uh, agrees that he would want Flacco to win the Super Bowl. I know he does. Um, Paul Novi Lando, does, he agrees with you guys. He, want, he would say he'd, he'd, he'd rather them uh, lose I, in the, I, go to the Super Bowl and lose there. It's not about Flacco. It's about the Browns. Would you... Would you uh, what if what if Flacco did this for the Steelers? Then it, that that one would be different. Why? Because the Steelers it's are the worse. It's the same thing. I can't stand the Steelers. I can't stand the Browns. Browns. Well, I think it's because you know, going back to you know the the, the short window of my lifetime. I said like we we grew up hating like I hated Steelers. Heinz Ward, Lawrence Simmons. I hated him. Yeah. The Browns were horrible. The Browns have when always I was been. Up. Like the like cute. I they've been a little cute. Yeah, know? like ten year old me never I, got my heart broken see, by the Browns. I, 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 I like, kind of get it. The Steelers. I, I kind of get it because I have the same thing about the Bengals. Like I don't really hate the Bengals. The Bengals have sucked my entire lifetime until they until I mean, like they didn't. I mean, for a little and bit and then. the problem and the problem was with the Bengals is like Boomer Esiason played for them, and we all loved Boomer here. You know, when I used to care about Maryland football and, and oh, things like okay. that. Yeah. So so it was like I never really hated the Bengals. I never, I never really hated the Bengals. But now you ask a, I mean, but you ask Browns, an eight or nine year old Ravens fan that they might hate the Bengals the most. They might because they I probably know. do. Well, I know this. This is they probably I hate mean, the Bengals like, more than they hate the Steelers. Like most of these questions, I mean, it depends your age. I, I agree with that. I just, I, I, I view the Browns and the Steelers as the, as the same thing. The Browns are just annoying. You know, you stole our team. Get over it. You have a team. We didn't have a team for a long time yeah. when ours left. I don't want to hear it. And all you had to do was build a stadium instead of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they never would have left. You chose the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's on you guys. You voted for it. It was a public vote. I just I, I, I look at the Browns uniforms, and I do not wish them any happiness. I don't care. I don't care. Well, I'm, uh, I'm looking past it as a... Uh... What if Lamar Jackson ends his career as a Steeler? 
That would be a devastating. Would you would you root for the Steelers in that situation? No, I wouldn't. This is the same thing. No, it's not. It's the it Browns. Is the same. The Browns. The, same the Browns are harmless thing. So okay, so Lamar Jackson ends his career with the Browns. You're rooting. I for think the it would Browns. also depend. You know what the state of the Ravens franchise is. Oh, you know, These guys are killing the me. fact that we are. <laughs> the fact that you know we're we're still in very good shape. I think it's a lot easier. If Flacco, if yeah, if they had run Flacco out of town, the Ravens are the Ravens are. I mean, I'm trying to think of who. They I are would right rather now. have an NFC. Right if the Ravens aren't winning and are not in the Super Bowl, I'd rather an NFC team win. Probably, yeah. Over any of them. If the Houston Texans, I have nothing against the Houston Texans, but if they were the representative, I would root for who I what outside. Uh, you know, I say that, but what if, what if the Eagles made it? I'd love to, if we don't. I mean, it's not likely, but if we don't win, I I want the Lions to win it. I think I, I'm, I think, not, I'm right there with you. I, I think been, the majority of people are probably. Would, I've been on the Lions too. I would love the Lions. I think I'd be like, uh, to be quite honest, like if we faced the Lions in the Super Bowl and we didn't win, I, it would hurt for like a day or two, but. I'd be happy for the. You'd be like, I'd be, eh, you know, I'd be like, you know what? I'm happy for the people of Detroit. They, they, they the probably Bowl, deserve that. If they, if the Ravens lost in the Super Bowl, I'd be, I'd be, I'd, I'd be pissed. I wouldn't be happy for whoever they lost to. I would, I would be, I'd be mad at first, but ask me a month. And then later, also in this scenario, I'm probably slightly. Happy. It's the, it's the, the role of, oh, we lost to the Browns. They went on to win it. It's the, yeah. you know, we, we would have. Detroit fans have had nothing. They got a Pistons. They continue to have nothing. In what? Oh, four or something? Or it was a two? I don't know. Whatever yeah, year yeah. that was. The Ben Wallace team. But yeah, but besides that, I mean, they've had nothing. The Bad Boy Pistons were fun in the 90s. Those were. Yeah, but we weren't even alive. <laughs> well, the 30, imagine the one 30, of us. Imagine the we lived in Detroit. We'd have good. nothing. Yeah. We would literally have nothing. Yeah, it, uh, it would stink. Justin Verlander and Miguel Cabrera. That's what we have. Run them out of town. And Calvin Johnson. Well, I guess they, yeah, no. and Calvin Johnson. Griff, we'd have nothing. Yeah, uh, well, I think, okay, well, that's that'll be the next would you rather. Would you rather be a Detroit sports fan? <laughs> or, like, uh, I don't even know what else is comparable we'll replace to that. Our, we'll replace our third one. So, so the third one this week, would you rather have your coffee served to you by Adam, a robot barista, every nice day guy. for the rest of your life, or no AI and robots in your life at all? This is tough. None. None. None? I took a philosophy class this semester about technology. Oh, great. Scared the living heck out of me. Oh, and I'm yeah. being totally serious. No, I'm, uh, Scared the living heck out of me. Yeah. We, it was all about AI and stuff and how robots are like... Taking over the world. Yeah, and becoming self-aware. Yeah. Like they know that they are... And like almost to the point where they kind of have feelings now, some of these AI. Scared the heck out of me. I would, I would eliminate... if I would get rid of AI and a lot of computers... Like that, if you uh, gave me the option, I would embrace it. I'm gonna embrace it. I don't drink coffee, but I, 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 like, I, don't I get the premise either. of the question here. The premise is, I mean, uh, I, I mean, you, yeah, would, I want, I want help. You with would my get everyday, it. My there, everyday activities. There is something to be said about getting your favorite drink at your favorite location, yeah. the same way every time, and knowing that's how you like it, and it's perfect, because there's no thought process and there's no human intervention that, you know, in my case. A little too much tea versus a little less lemonade just totally changes the whole whole structure of the drink. 
you know, a little too much. <laughs> it does. No, I understand. I mean, it does. I mean, if you what? and you're not thinking about the bigger picture, though. What? what, what, what I, I, I get it, but but I'm being very very selfish. Materialistic. I'm being very selfish here. Like, is your perfect green tea drink worth robots taking over the world? Though? I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know either. I mean, I'm, I'm also on the, kind I'm of on the, the wrong the, side of 55. How long do I have <laughs> to worry about it? That was my thought process. As well. <laughs> for for no for, for myself, like, yeah. Is, uh, even if robots do take over, what it'll be like in fifty? It'll still take like fifty years for them to completely. We're in this for the long haul, though. Yeah. Eh, but mean, you know what? Though I, mean, I get the argument. Like, you ever had a bad Big Mac? Like too much lettuce, or I too have much, not had a bad. Or like a, you know it's what I'm been saying? A long time. Or like we were talking no about pickles. earlier, like a, yeah. like right, you can't have the pickles yeah. on it. Or like the pairing Parkway Chick Fil A to me is like the top tier Chick Fil A. It's the best Chick Fil A there is. But there's other Chick Fil A's that were the. Not they as, have a milkshake. I don't not think as good milkshakes. You know. Yeah. So I, 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 I totally understand her like with your drink like it. wanting like, it to be the same. I, I it's totally like, get it's that. like you like the drink, you want it the same. Like whoever made mine today was was right on target. But tomorrow it would be completely different because a different person is making it. Or I go somewhere else and it's completely different, but it's the same brand. It's 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 a tough question for me. Creature of habit. So it sounds like you want the the, the robot. I could deal You're, with the robot. You also right. know you won't be around for the robot revolt. I won't. I won't. I won't be around for for the robots taking over <laughs> and the uprising happening. So, you know, that, no brainer. You know, you know, uh, it's for people like you to deal with and and see where see where you land with all that. And yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think if the robots are smart, they're not going to immediately, you know, try to take over. I think they're going to hang around for a little bit and be helpful and earn our trust. Uh, so I think it'll be a while before the the robot takeover, the robot and the AI takeover. So that I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say I'm for this. Okay. Very, very. That, also, if we are, if we're at AI, does that like take away like GPS and stuff forever? That's th- well, I mean, GPS and, like we self-driving cars. Yeah, I mean the self-driving cars. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know how. Not to go on a tangent, but like I don't think how far. I don't think we're very far off from self-driving cars. I don't I, think. I don't know. Good. I don't know. Good. Do you guys? I don't know I for wait. sure, but I'm I'm pretty. Oh. I mean, positive I, that like if I could take a nap while I'm headed to to New York, I don't. That's know. the thing is, imagine saying, "All right, like, like o- Ocean to, City, yeah," and put my seat back. I mean, doesn't sound no complaints from me. Doesn't sound awful on that one. Doesn't sound awful. I want to get to the flying cars. I, I I was a big fan of the Jetsons growing up. Everything that they've kind of was in the Jetsons, and if you're too young for that, you should go watch the Jetsons. They've been right about everything. That them, like model them in the, the Simpsons. Yeah. They've been oh. right about everything. Yeah, well, Simpsons. You know? Yeah. But I want to get to the flying cars. You know? I think that'd be cool. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're all for it. No, we, we, you're on our side now, Carson? You're you're with the robot? I'm against. Oh, God. Still against. All right. Fine. By the way, the Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines, so you can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. I bet it'll fly soon. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. I said soon. I didn't say it flies now. I said soon. Right, right. I assume we need to take another break. Uh, we do. Before we do that, I do want to remind you about what the Green Turtles do. Please. They have. Uh, they now have sports betting, in live in-person sports oh, betting great. at the Green Turtle. Uh, every and, and what they're doing every Thursday at the Green Turtle Sportsbooks in Towson in Canton, they're offering you a free $10 bet on uh, whatever you want. Now that, you know, I guess we're into kind of college basketball season. Before it was easy because it was football on Thursday nights. Uh, so now we're at you. Or, or you guess you can, you can place your bet for the weekend, whatever okay. you like the most. Yeah. 
uh, whichever game you like the most. Uh, or Towson plays tomorrow night, so I think that that might be a popular bet uh, if you go to the Green Turtle Sportsbook in Towson. I, for one, will be betting on Towson. Uh, tomorrow as they take on who do they take on? I think they're playing Campbell or something. That should be that should be that should be a route. Um, uh, Cedric Mullins. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. modern. <laughs> Going to have to go against Cedric uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but uh, you want to experience the ultimate destination for game day excitement, great food, and live in-person betting. So go check out the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbooks in Towson and Canton. Go pick up your free bet, make some money while enjoying some sports and uh, and great food tomorrow night at the Green Turtle Sportsbooks. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, we'll be back. We'll have stuff and things. Close out tidbit. You got yeah, a tidbit. tidbit? We'll do tubular. Yeah, tubular. Wind things down. Yeah, wind things down. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, Ravens fans. Looking for the perfect new game day brew? Get a Guilford, Baltimore's finest craft beer, during the next home game at the bank. That's not all. Gather your flock next home game and check out Guilford Hall Brewery's brand new bar, The Gilly Nest, located near Section 505. No tickets? No problem. Enjoy all Ravens games all season long at our restaurant and brewery in Station North. Guilford Hall Brewery, European tradition, Baltimore charm. Come for a game, stay for everything else. Book an unforgettable fall getaway in Charm City. Enjoy only in Baltimore festivals, mouthwatering eats, and endless entertainment. Treat yourself to a staycation in the heart of downtown or try one of the city's many charming neighborhood hotels. And don't miss out on packages for free parking, breakfast, and more. Plan your stay at baltimore.org slash hotels. Why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports, this fall. Superbook Sports is the book next door. Just a dedicated team of the best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And now, Superbook will give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up and wager on the same day and use the promo code GlennClark23, G-L-E-N-N-C-L-A-R-K-2-3. So bet with the best. And use the promo code GlennClark23 this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Six chicken tenders made from fresh, never-frozen Royal Farms world-famous chicken, a family-sized order of Western fries, honey mustard dipping sauce, and a two-liter bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's Royal Farms' new Tucker's Tenders Meal. It's Justin Tucker's favorite, and at only $19.99, it'll be your favorite meal, too. The new Tucker's Tenders Meal, available only at Royal Farms. Now you can kick back, relax, and eat like a champion. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Gambling can be a fun and entertaining experience, but there are risks involved. If you're planning on betting on the game at the casino or on your phone or computer, know your limit, stay within it. Set a budget and a time to stop. Remember, gambling isn't a financial solution and it doesn't mix well with alcohol or drugs. Know the risks and have a plan before you begin gambling. For free and confidential services, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org. Jeremy Kahn here. The ultimate sports betting experience in Maryland is at the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook. Join me at either location in Canton or in Towson and place your bets in person and be a part of the action. It's the best in-class sports wagering experience complete with the ultimate TV package, ensuring you can catch every game all day, every day. Their state-of-the-art facilities bring Las Vegas energy right here to Maryland just in time for postseason football. So visit the Green Turtle Bet Park Sportsbook in Canton and Towson and elevate your game day experience and hang out with me to bet, watch, and win at the Turtle. 
Make sure you're tuned in every Tuesday for PressBox fantasy football analyst Joe Serpico to get you ready for your waiver wire Wednesday, brought to you by Live Casino and Hotel. And if you have other fantasies you want fulfilled, subscribe to Glenn and Jeremy Kahn's OnlyFans page at... Wait, are people supposed to know about that? I guess they are. I don't know. I mean, we they do now. Uh, by the way, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but... Um, I want you to toast the late Tony Saragusa with Goose Fights Lager uh, from Guilford Hall Brewery and support the Goose Fights Foundation. Um, you can start doing that this weekend um, at the Guilford Hall Brewery and all Maryland Glory Days Grill locations. You can go to PressBoxOnline.com to learn more. Great-looking can. Um, the foundation uh, transports medical uh, um, needy patients to for emergency treatment. It's run by Tony's kids. Um, Two dollars from every uh, purchase goes to the foundation. So not only a great cause, but uh, great tasting ale. And uh, you can go pick one up starting as early as this weekend. So please do that. Um, also, uh, tell us about what Stan's got going on. Um, with his show. Yes, Stan, uh, Ross, and Luke, they got together on Monday, as they always do, uh, even though Stan's feeling a little bit under the weather. But they talked some Orioles, uh, as obviously spring training's right around the corner. Um, they talked about some of the some of the moves, though, that they'd like to see the Orioles do. Kenny, KZ and I kind of agreed yesterday, uh, you know, starting pitching. Starting Dylan Cease is yeah. still out there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Stan, Ross, and Luke, uh, as always, uh, every Monday, um, uh, they got together. So that you can go check that out right now at, uh, at the Press Box uh, online. Pressbox Sports YouTube channel under the videos tab on uh, YouTube right now. Fantastic, fantastic. What do you what do you got over there? Tidbit wise, um, so just to prove uh, to kind of back up me and uh, Carson's point, uh, the Panthers they became the second team in the Super Bowl era to uh, be shut out in each of their last two games of the season. Uh, they join the 2008 Cleveland Browns as uh, the the only teams in the Super Bowl era to uh, be shut out in the final two weeks of the season. Yeah, they sucked. Okay. Yeah, they still suck. I still don't want them to win a Super Bowl. Um, well, they're you're, they're not winning a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco is winning a Super Bowl. No. Yeah. No. That is how They'd build him a statue. They would build a statue <laughs> in him. They what? would not. Uh, I don't know. Dude. Yeah, I think they would. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. I really think they would. Great. Um, six new NFL playoff teams uh, has now been uh, – so, so six teams that didn't make – the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl, the playoffs last year. It is the 34th straight season where we've had at least four teams make the playoffs that missed them the previous season. Uh, can, you name, can you call out those six real quick that made All the right. playoffs this year? Uh, Texans. Texans. Lions. Lions. Rams. Rams. Dolphins. Dolphins made it. Or last Dolphins year. did make they it. They started. Last year. Uh, who did they start? They started that. Uh, who did they start last Steelers year? Steelers didn't make it last year, did they? Correct. Steelers. And then we Packers didn't. Packers. Packers. Missing one. Us. Tampa? Us. Oh. No, 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 no. No, the Ravens made it. They lost. Tampa? Oh, shoot. Not right. Tampa. Tampa made it last year. They played on Monday night, too. So, Philadelphia, they made it. It's the team Tampa. we've been talking about all show. <laughs> oh, uh, no. The Browns? Yeah, the Browns. Browns didn't make it? Browns didn't make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are your six new NFL playoff teams. Um, all right, then finally, my trivia. Of course, Puka Nakua set the record for receiving yards and receptions by a rookie. Um, he became the ninth rookie to have 90 receptions. He set the record with 105 receptions in his rookie season. Uh, he became the ninth to have 90 catches. Name the other eight no. with Jam- 90 receptions. Right. As Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is not in. He did not have 90 catches. Terrell Owens. 
Terrell Owens, uh, he also did not. Casey, I'm going to need your help. I, Jamar I'm Chase t- at 81. T- I'm going to say Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, only 88. Bum. Just out, just outside of the top. Really? Right Steve Largent. At 88. Uh, not Steve Largent. Rookies. Calvin Johnson. Not Calvin Johnson. Jerry Rice. Not, no. Uh, yeah, not yeah. Jerry Rice. There's no. another lion on the list, though. There's another lion on the list? Yeah. Tory Holt. He was a lion. Not Tory Holtz. He could have been. Could probably on take. The list, though, we could still. probably take all the Raven wide receivers, rookie wide receivers, out of this. Mm. Uh, correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, another lion on the list. Zay Flowers would uh be the would have the most as a Raven though. He has yeah. seventy seven yeah. this year. Yeah. He. Hope he has about twenty. Herman Moore was Herman Moore the lion? No, it wasn't Herman Moore. Dude, I'm striking out. Casey, I I'm terrible well, at this. <laughs> they're going to be more modern because... Yeah, there's, I was going to be throwing the ball. ball more. Um, Julio Jones. Not Julio. A.J. Brown. Not A.J. Brown. Devontae Adams. Uh, that's a good guess. Not Devontae Adams. So none of the good wide receivers are on the list. Cooper Diggs. Cup. Uh, neither Diggs nor Cup. Oh, my gosh. They were yeah, good wide receivers. Now. Debo. Who did Puka... Not Debo. Who did Puka just pass? I have no idea. He said there. Okay, so there were two guys on this list uh, that did it in 2021. Two 2021 rookies. I'm going down teams. Um, Mike Evans. Not Mike Evans. In 2021? I don't know. Or are you just going to guess? No, I'm just guessing names. Okay. I'm guessing good wide receivers. But the Lion is CD. from CD 2021. Not CD Lamb. Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown had 90 catches in 2021. Okay. Good. We got one. The we guy one. that Puka passed. Was a rookie in 2021. Oh God! <laughs> You're young. You have a you have a you have a younger brain than I. 2021. I don't think I want to help you guys. I'm I'm like I'm I I really oh, okay. I've always All been right. terrible with these. Not Rager. Couldn't be him. <laughs> it was not Jalen Rager. Correct. Ninety catches. Metcalf. Not DK. He doesn't make a lot of catches. He was a 2019 rookie. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't make a lot. So it wasn't Chase, so it's probably, Olave. It's probably not Higgins. Not Olave. Olave's a good guess. It's probably not Higgins. Not Higgins. He's an Alabama receiver. Uh, Judy. Not Judy. M- not Matt Judy's Gina. been awful. Judy's been awful. Um, let's see. Devontae Smith. Not Devontae Smith. 2021? Yeah. So yeah. he was on the 2020 Alabama team. I don't even remember who they had. Najee Harris. That was the Najee Harris team where he they just handed the ball to him every time. Odell Beckham. He, I mean, I'm trying to figure out. I, I mean, I can't. Uh, Odell Beckham is on the list. All right. Ooh, Good I job. Got one. All right. Not the only former Raven on the list. Not the only former Raven. Of course, didn't do it with the Ravens. But Anquan Bolden. Anquan Bolden. Nice. Odell Beckham Larry on the Fitzgerald. list. Uh, not Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, figure, figure we get it. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. I got two. The rest <laughs> is up to you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do Demarius Thomas. Uh, Ooh, not guess. Demarius Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders. Not Emmanuel Sanders. There is a Bronco, a 2008 rookie 2008. with the Denver Broncos. I would have thought that was one of the two I just named. Yeah. Someone else. He was really good. Before, yes, yeah, so before those two. Martavis Bryant. Not Martavis Bryant. Antonio Brown. Not Antonio Brown. Heinz Ward. No. Not Heinz Ward. Uh, <laughs> no Steelers. Too far, too far, too far back. No Steelers. Okay. 
Uh, I'm determined to get Randy Moss. Ooh. Not Randy Moss. Ooh, really? Wes Welker. Not Wes Welker. No, he, Edelman. He developed. Not no, Edelman. he developed. There is a Patriot on the list, but he was a 96 rookie with the New England Patriots. Troy Brown. No, no, no. You said Troy Brown? No. No. Who am I thinking of? Troy. You're thinking of. Troy Brown was a Raider. Terry. Think, right? Terry. Terry. Yes. Glenn. No. Terry Glenn That's not who is I was the thinking of. Oh. Terry Glenn okay. is the answer. Uh, Brandon Marshall. He had 90. Not Ooh, Brandon Marshall. Good guess. That's a good guess. That's not a Brandon good Marshall. Guess. That's a good guess. Who else? So we're still missing the one guy. We're still missing. Yeah, we're still missing the, the guy. 2021 the 2021 rookie. Yeah, <laughs> from Alabama. From Alabama. <laughs> I can't even think about the 20. Or wait, again, okay, yeah. So he would win the 20, the COVID Alabama team. But they didn't even make the championship. I don't think did they? Uh, that no, was they Ohio State championship. The they 20, were. Yeah, it was Clemson Ohio State or something? Like yeah. That? Yeah. So who or no, was, was it? On, who was on the 2020 Alabama team? I don't even know. Well, he was on the. The the twenty twenty one national championship was Oh, what about uh Jordy Nelson? It was not Jordy Ooh, Nelson. Oh, that's a good guess too. What about um oh my god Andre Johnson. Not Andre Johnson. Hmm. So we have one more. We have the two thousand eight Denver rookie. Uh Roddy White. Not Roddy White. Sidney Rice. We have a two thousand eighteen rookie. He was a running back and he was on this list. 2018. McCaffrey? No. Not McCaffrey. Dwayne Bowe. Not Dwayne. Brian Finneran. Uh, Joe Horn. He was the fourth overall pick in the 2018 draft. He was a running back. Testing me. Le'Veon Bell is not that answer, but not him. A receiving back. Casey, who are some receiving backs? that were Dalvin there? Cook. Not Dalvin. Not Dalvin. Ezekiel Elliott. Not Zeke. Getting warmer. Is he a former Raven? No, he's not a former Raven. He's mm-hmm. been on one team since he was drafted in 2018. Eckler. Not Eckler. One team and he had 90 catches? As a running back, he had 90 catches. 91, actually. All right. So wow. Who's at the same running back for all this time? <clears throat> not Todd Gurley? Oh, Kamara? No, not Kamara. Oh, how is it not him? There's a Saints, there's a Saints wide receiver on this list, though. Marcus Colston. Not Marcus Colston. He was so good. Uh, His rookie year, yeah. Devery Henderson. No. No tight ends. Are there tight ends on this list or no? No, no tight ends. Okay. The only non-receiver is this running back. This. Oh, my God. He was, i give you the team and you'll get it, but. No, don't give me the I team. I don't want the team. I don't want the team. <laughs> no, I don't want the team. I don't. Kareem Hunt. Not Kareem no. Hunt. You're going too far back. 2018. Saquon? Yes. Saquon oh, Barkley. Nice. Yeah, he had Saquon a big Barkley, rookie year. 91 yeah. caches with the Giants this rookie year. So how many do we have left? We have the 2021 rookie from Alabama. Who is this? I don't know. We have a 2016 Saints wide receiver rookie. 16? Oh, Brandon Cooks. No, not Brandon Cooks. Oh, man. Did we say Joe Horn? No, you didn't say yeah. Joe Horn. Well, we, I thought we did. No, I, I not said Joe Horn. Horn. Not, not Joe Horn. Horn. 2016 Saints rookie yeah. wide receiver. Ohio State. Oh, Willie Sneed. Oh, um, Thomas. Not Willie Sneed. Yes, Mike yeah, Thomas. Yeah, there we go. Michael Thomas. All right, all right. The Broncos 2008 rookie and the and the Alabama 2021 rookie. And I can't give you the team because I don't know why. Not McCaffrey. Alabama 2021. <laughs> My gosh. Denver. Who even has Alabama wide receivers? A lot of teams. Yeah. yeah. Drafted them in 2021? Come on, that's your team. Nah, that ain't my team. <laughs> 
That's the team that I watch us lose to every year. I'm sorry, it's your conference. That's right. You should know this. Okay, I've got. For me, I've gotten a bunch of these, so I'm I'm out. So tell me who the other two are. Yeah, I'm. I'm you were giving up. I'm giving yeah, up. Miami giving. Dolphins wide receiver. 2021 rookie. Oh, Waddle. Jalen Waddle. He previously had the record 104 receptions. Puka broke that this weekend. Yeah, with 105. Huh. It wasn't Hill. That's why. We, and then who I was the Saints guy? Or who was the Broncos guy? The Broncos guy. 2008. Eddie Royal. Ooh. Oh my God! Eddie never, Royal had. I remember him as. I remember him as a never, bear. Yeah. I don't. Remember, I remember him as a bear. Never would have gotten him. Never. Ninety-one catches. We. Never I'm, I'm being Royal, serious. Royal, we could have sat never, here. Yeah. yeah. You could have put a ten-hour clock yeah, on us. I would have sat here. I never would have guessed it. Uh, we want to do yards while we're here. No. Uh, uh, receiving yards as a rookie. This one would have Chase Jefferson. Yeah. Those guys will be on it. Yeah. Randy Moss will be on this one as well. Um. All right. Well done, guys. Well done, guys. Good Not tidbit. Really. Good tidbit. I think. Yeah. I I enjoyed that. That was a good tidbit. It was good. Just the guessing was subpar for sure. Um, moving on to Totally Tubular. And uh, Totally Tubular is going to be brought to us by uh, by who, who Ken? That'll be brought to uh, us by the Toyota, t- the soon-to-be-flying Toyota Tacoma. Uh, well, actually, it's not only the Toyota Tacoma, but also Goose Fights, which you can pick up this weekend at Guilford Hall Brewery and also uh, all Maryland Glory Days locations. But you can head over to Tacoma, buy at Toyota.com for the deals on the Tacomas and uh, from your local Toyota dealer right now. What we got on TV tonight? Um, good, uh, good bit of sports tonight. It is going to, uh, of course, at uh, seven o'clock. It is the one hundred one, the Orioles documentary that they're going to release oh, on YouTube. Awesome. Yes, documenting. I guess the season. Season. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Uh, it will be fun to watch because the they do good stuff. Yeah, the story of the twenty twenty three Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Loyola and Navy uh, College uh, hoops in action tonight. Uh, Loyola takes on Army at six. Navy takes on Holy Cross at seven. That's on ESPN plus. Uh, Big Ten Network's going to have Wisconsin-Ohio State at 8.30. Before that, Northwestern Penn State at 6.30. Purdue lost last night. No, they didn't lose. They They got got throttled. They did get throttled. But one and two lost last night because I believe uh, Iowa State beat Houston as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. So one one and two two went down. So maybe we just won't see any movement in the the top five. Well, who's three? Um, Who is three right now? I don't know. Uh, Somebody find that out in college basketball rankings. Um, a lot of good co- – North Carolina plays NC State tonight on ESPN. FS1's got a triple header of uh, Providence St. John's, UConn Xavier, then Washington State USC. Um, uh, what else? Butler Marquette play at 9 on CBS Sports Network. Uh, ACC Network's got a couple some, – some ACC games, of course. Louisville, Miami play at 7. Uh, Boston College, Syracuse. Uh, Carson's uh, Ole Miss will host Florida at nine o'clock tonight on SEC Network. We're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Yep, we're gonna lose. I also like Florida. We can't. Well. We can play. Actually, I, one thing I will say is we play really good defense, but we cannot score the ball. Oh, and Kansas, Kansas is number three by the Kansas way. Kansas could be one now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they played tonight. The Kansas plays at uh, who does Kansas play? At? Oh, they must play on like ESPN Plus. Um, uh, uh, Monumental has the Wizards, Pacers, uh, Pelicans, Warriors on ABC at eight thirty. And uh, TNT's got a NHL uh, doubleheader. Wild starts at 7.30. Golden Knights, Avs at 10. TBS for AEW uh, Dynamite. Non-sports-wise, Jimmy Kimmel is going to be back with uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who got, I think, did he win a a Gold Globe? Yeah, he won a Gold Globe. For supporting actor? Yeah. And Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Uh, Tina Fey and Lakeith Stanfield will be on Fallon. Um, Curtin and Wyatt Russell will be on Seth Meyers because uh, the finale of the, uh, the, the the Godzilla TV show on Apple TV Plus, I think, is this week. David Chase will also be on Seth Meyers. Oh, David yeah. Chase. 
Um, uh, this one's for for Glenn. Netflix uh, Breakpoint season two. This is the F one Drive to Survive tennis show. Um, so the season two of that will be out on Netflix today. Um, also on Netflix, uh, a new game show. It's called The Trust, a game of greed. And so essentially, so so eleven people have to split. They get to split uh, two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars. But they so they can evenly split it or. All it takes is one vote. You can vote somebody out, and then you get more money for the rest of you. So I saw an ad for that. It looks really dumb, but it also might work. I don't, also, two hundred fifty thousand split eleven. You got to get personalities on there. Yeah, yeah, you can't have boring people. No. If you don't, if you have boring people on there, it's not going to work. But if you have, if you have people with fun and or like yeah. bold personalities, yeah, that could be very. Interesting. Like I think it seems like it's going to work. I guess we'll see. I don't know. Those, that's on Netflix. I'll see. Those are those are your highlights. Also, you, you, I thought I thought for Glenn you had to. Had to do like AEW Dynamite. I did, yeah, yeah, TBS, TBS, TBS. Right sometime. Yeah. You, 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 if, if, if you if you want to watch that, you know what time eight it o- is. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Is that for you? You're gonna watch AEW Dynamite? I I don't, but I just know what time it's on. I only want I only care about Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I think he's not an AEW. He's not well. He's, he's not AEW. Is he, he is AEW. Oh, he is. is well, he be tonight? No, he won't. He's okay. taking a break. Okay. Why is he taking a break? He's been very injured, and he uh, finally lost his title. So he'll be back, right? He will. I don't know where he'll be back, but he'll be back. Before we go, I do want to remind you about the Green Turtle, uh, the, the live in-person betting now. Towson and Canton get a free $10 bet tomorrow uh, when you go in-person uh, for the ultimate, and experience the ultimate destination for game day excitement. Great food and live in-person betting. Isn't, the our, Green fr- Turtle isn't our friend Bet there? Park Sportsbooks. Yeah, Jeremy Kahn, I believe he'll he should he's, be. He's like the... I'm the, not sure which location he'll be at, but he'll be there tomorrow night. Yeah, but he's like the... He is the Green Turtle he's, sports He's the betting sports guy. betting guy. For Green At the Green Turtle. Yeah, so ten dollars yeah. free bet. Go there tomorrow night. Yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah, um, and don't forget Monday. Go, uh, you know, uh, this weekend. Uh, yes, this weekend. Grab goose flights. Goose flights. Um, I believe that's everything. Anything we didn't cover today? I don't know. I don't watch sports. Eight. No, Maryland. Ter- Maryland ladies lost again. Yeah. At Michigan State. Maryland basketball. As Maryland a whole. basketball as a whole is not doing well so far this year. Yeah. Not. Not ideal. So it's 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 disappointing so far. No, I think I think we got it. But uh, I've enjoyed my time here. Apparently, my time is over. Yeah, Stan has said. Stan, Stan has got. Stan is fed back up and kicking. He's like, Casey sucks at this. I got to get back on here. So stay. You get Stan. We may the check fan. in with you tomorrow anyway. I think do don't picks. we do the picks? Yeah, yeah you'll let picks. me know if we're doing that. Yeah. 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 So did I you get Glenn's uh, picks? Um, I will get Glenn's picks. Is he like? Does he have access wherever I th- he, he is? Th- I believe he said he's going to have some. Uh, if not, you know, I guess uh, he'll so, just have so to lose. Shouldn't yeah. he have to take a break and do the picks on Zoom or something? Oh, we want we want have him call in. Yeah. Like, uh, if you're on the boat, I think you've no service though, right? That's what I, in the he middle of the ocean. I don't. I've never been on a cruise, like, so I don't break, know. He could bring Goofy on with him, but on land is. I think you're good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I, it works. I've never I, been. I've never been on a boat. I'm confident I'll, get, I'll be able to get his picks either. in times. In time. Yeah. Um, uh, and if not, you know, we'll go from there. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Big pressure on you. Yeah. So stands back tomorrow. We'll do picks. Uh, Griff, and, uh, Griff yeah. has to be perfect the rest of the way. <laughs> I do have to be perfect. I really do. Perfect. Carson. I was horrible at the picks last winter break. Oh my gosh. <sighs> I've been horrible all season, Carson. It's I bad. did some. He's got to go to Creed. I did some diabolical things on here last. That's right. uh, in that room, what you? Yes. The worst was the I I ate like I don't remember how many. It was like six or seven. It was it was Oreos, but they were drenched in mayonnaise, like oh, covered in mayonnaise. That. That's okay. oh, I ate a bunch. That's of them. terrible. I got. Should we make that this I gotta, side bet? I got to drink. I got to drink. I got to drink some mayonnaise 
eggnog thing. Oh, ma- mayonnaise makes me throw up, man. Well, eggnog, right, eggnog, yeah. ma- I, eggnog does it to me. That did officially ruin mayo for me. I could always tolerate it, like on like a sandwich, if there was a little bit. I was oh, so fine now with you it. can't do mayo. No, I, I'm being dead serious. Like yeah. ever since I did that, I can't do mayo anymore. <laughs> it ruined mayo for me. That's not a bad thing. And yeah, I was I was okay with that. Um, yeah. Okay. Stuff and things. Stuff Stand and things. Picks. Stuff and More things. Tomorrow. Ravens. Ravens. You know, Super Wild Card Weekend. Go pick up goose fights. Maybe we'll trade for Dylan Cease tonight. Yeah. You guys can have that. No, that would be about. then we'll have that would be great. To talk about. That would be great. I don't I don't think that's happening. You've been listening to Glenn Clark Radio and we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah.